The Xbox showcase is come and gone, and many gamers are weighing in. Some saying that this was the best showcase of Summer Game Fest, while others were saying it was disappointing or bad. Obviously, sometimes this divides along party lines as well as console allegiance. Others maybe even calling foul, saying there was an absence of gameplay. Most of the dates were just 2024. Now, I initially thought that it was a very good showcase, but as the dust has settled, I do think there are fair criticisms to this there is some nuance to say as well as some negatives about the showcase now i put all the good information right here at the beginning of the video it's a longer video because it is a live stream i discuss these topics with the live stream i do sort of an opening monologue and then we all chop it up together we also have been co-streaming all of the events so we will be co-streaming ub forward make sure and check that out as well So with the Xbox Game Showcase behind us, what's the verdict? Was it good? Was it bad? Was it somewhere in between? Fans of the console seem mostly satisfying, with some calling it the best showcase of the summer. I probably land somewhere in the middle, as I thought it was a good showcase, but I do think there is some fair criticism about it. I want to first talk about the good that I saw, right? I want to talk about that. I think there was way more good than bad, alright? I actually think they had a very strong showcase but I do want to talk about the bad some of the things that I was disappointed by some of the things the public is saying I do think are fair criticisms then I do think we need to talk about Starfield I'm likely going to have to do a second show all about Starfield because there was just so much in the Starfield Direct to go over. Sadly, that will likely cannibalize the discussion today as the interviews after the Starfield Direct confirming 30 FPS have pretty much become the console that everybody's talking about and that was what I feared for Starfield that the minute that news was out that that's all anybody would be talking about in the wake of such a strong Direct. It's disappointing for me as a gamer but it's also, I think, disappointing for optics on the game. So first, let's just talk about the good. There was a ton of announcements. There was 27 total. I wrote them all down as the showcase kind of went through. 27 total announcements, and I actually think I landed around 10 or 11 good things to say about the showcase. Up first, Fable. Okay, this is going to be both in the good and bad section of this video, but I do think starting with Fable was a really good choice. It was a strong choice. They heavily hinted that Fable was going to be there. There's been a lot of questions about Fable, so I think starting with this game was a very strong start. Landing Richard Ayoade, I don't know how to say his last name. He's from the IT crowd. I think that was a solid fit for the vibe. I think it really set a strong tone for the show. I will have more to say about this though in the bad section I think from a showcase perspective it was a great choice like start with fable start strong you know calm all those doubts and fears but then there's definitely some negative things to say about what the fable trailer had in it second Star Wars Outlaws being announced at the Xbox showcase was a huge win for Xbox I am very excited to see gameplay for this at the Ubisoft forward we will be co-streaming that make sure and check that coverage out on Reforge Gaming that's where we do our live coverage and I thought this game looked great. Obviously, it's just a cinematic, but the tone, the story, the idea, I'm really, really excited to check out this game. I don't think anybody can deny that this was a pretty big bomb that Ubisoft let Microsoft drop on the public. This was a big announcement and a big win for Microsoft. The third-party presence was there, but this was one of the stronger showings, I think, of the showcase because 
everybody loves Star Wars. And the rumors are that this Star Wars game from Massive is closer to launching than we initially thought. Now, the third thing I'm going to say that was good about the showcase, I don't care about these games. I don't play them. They do not appeal to me. But Persona 3 hitting Game Pass is a big win for Xbox. Uh, Many people thought that Persona 3 was going to be an Xbox exclusive. Apparently, Microsoft didn't want this thing to be known as multi-plat for at least two days, but the leaks are already out there. Sadly, I think the leaks about Persona 3 coming to Game Pass really robbed this of its punch. I think similar things happen with Metal Gear during PlayStation Showcase. It was like, yeah, we kind of already knew about this. So I do think leaks are hurting some of these shows, making it really difficult for the big surprise announcements to land. And I think Persona 3 coming to Game Pass... If we would have just learned about that in that moment, it would have been a lot stronger, but leaks are continuing to happen. Now, the fourth thing I will say is that Avowed Gameplay finally showing up is exciting however this will show up in the bad section of my video i honestly thought it looked fun i think it's a valuable lesson in not showing off your games way too early to the public but more on that in a moment i still think avowed kind of counts as a positive because we finally got to see it and i honestly think it looks like a fun game but the criticisms are fair we'll get to those in just a second fifth Flight Sim and Sea of Thieves I think are always good showings. I thought Flight Sim I thought Flight Sim looked incredible. I think that's just such a great great game that I don't play, but I think that's a great game for Microsoft. You get to kind of show it off. Very very good, you know, technical display. And Sea of Thieves is always kind of charming and exciting and getting to do something with LucasArts and getting to do something with Monkey Island I think is going to be good for that game. Um, I'm really, you know, was hoping Rare would show up with Everwild, but given what we've heard about that project, I have no idea what the status of it is. The rumor is they lost their creative director. So when I saw, you know, Rare, the logo, and LucasArts, I got really excited. I was like, oh my gosh, what are they making? Not as exciting as, you know, one would have hoped maybe something with Star Wars. However... I think these were good showings. I think it's good for them to show up. Sixth, Hellblade 2 gameplay. Now, I'm incredibly biased, okay? Hellblade is my all-time favorite game. And having played the game three times, I absolutely loved this showcase of Hellblade 2. The sound design, the voice acting, the art direction, the intensity, it's unmatched by any game in the market. I don't think any game comes close to what Hellblade does with respect to immersion and sound design, storytelling. It's gripping. It's powerful. Uh, You know, they they had my girl out there, the the, the main voice actor, Melina Juergens. I love the fact that they included her but since i know the story senua's dialogue was like really powerful and really impactful for me personally i had goosebumps i was gripped the entire time i don't think many people realize that that's what a lot of hellblade 2 gameplay is these seamless transitions between you walking up to something and then this very gripping raw scene with dialogue and it's creepy and it's it's sort of like this trip she's going on this you know crazy journey psychologically so for what i try to tell people commonly with hellblade is it's more than a game it's an experience and i thought they showcased that brilliantly i will acknowledge that that's my bias so i'll acknowledge that in the bad section of the video because some people were not pleased with the hellblade showcase i thought it was fantastic but i'm a big fan so that's probably making me lean a little bit more in the positive now seventh 
Path of Goddess, I thought looked super cool. It is multi-plat, but I, I don't think that's a big deal because it is landing on Game Pass. So it does show, though, I think, the Path of Goddess gameplay showed the lack of gameplay from other games. So we'll talk about that more when we get to the bad section because I felt like they showed a pretty extensive amount of gameplay and I think it looked really, really cool, really stylistic and, you know, not something that I've ever played before. Eighth, Forza Motorsport. This game looked incredible. I didn't think they were going to include it. It was actually quite a bit shorter than some people were expecting. Some people were expecting them to get like this huge section of the broadcast. Like they were going to be the longest portion. Even my producer thought, no, Forza Motorsport, they're going to spend a ton of time on that. It was actually quite a bit shorter than some people expected. And I actually welcome that. That's a positive for me. It was supposed to already be out. It's a strong showing for the fourth quarter. It's going to help to really round out 2023 i'm kind of surprised they didn't push it a little bit further down the road because starfield comes out in september i really think it probably would have been better for forza to land in november but maybe they know their audience maybe they know rhythms better than me their own market research so that's when it's landing but many people thinking that it should have been a little bit longer i'm glad it wasn't longer i think it was better to showcase the rest of the games not something that was supposed to be out already ninth the Starfield trailer. I thought they, you know, having a trailer in the showcase for Starfield was great. It pointed to the Starfield Direct. I thought just including that was a really smart move. The tenth thing that I will say that was positive about the show, <clears throat> I'm, I'm at number ten. A lot of positive things to say, despite what you may have been told about me. I actually really like Xbox. I anticipated this being a good showcase. And the tenth thing that I want to say is including games like 33 Immortals from Thunder Lotus. I love those guys. They did Sundered. If you haven't checked out Sundered, you should. Spiritfarer is very different. They're getting back to their combat roots. Sundered is a fantastic game. It even has co-op. The art design, it's, it looks hand-drawn. The boss design, really make sure and check out Sundered. But they're making a game called 33 Immortals that looked really creative. You know, an online component with up to 33 people playing co-op. Art style was very cool. So you had 33 Immortals. You had Jusant, the climbing game. You had Dungeons of Hinterburg and Towerborn. These were all really good indie showings. I love indie games. I love when they're allowed to be main stage with the big boys. And these were all really strong showings. These were all games that I would like to play. And I thought they looked very good. The last thing I want to give them credit for is Clockwork Revolution. Everybody loves a good Bioshock feeling game. And this game looked fantastic. The gun design alone had me kind of excited. I was like, oh, wow, I, I want to I check this game out. Now, sadly, it did not have a release window. It said coming in due time. That's not cute. Don't do that. Nobody nobody cares about your cute way of saying you don't have a release window, okay? But the game looked good. It was a positive showing. Now, before I transition to the bad, I want to point out that there were 11 first-party games there, according to Phil Spencer. I'm going to break down exactly how many of those 11 showings were great and how many of them were not that exciting, but there were 11 first-party games there. Someone added up, apparently, out of the 27 games shown, 21 of them will be hitting Game Pass. This is exactly what I said they could stand on. This is how you stand apart from PlayStation. Stress first party and stress Game Pass. And that's exactly what they did. Phil Spencer even said at the end that he was so excited or proud to have 11 first party games there. And then they clearly were hammering away with play it on Game Pass. 21 out of 27 ain't a bad average 
at all, right? <clears throat> now, along with showing gameplay, I thought that could have been a stronger way to stand apart. And that's where Aaron Greenberg's tweets making me a bit of a prophet. I said that people were going to misinterpret and misrepresent what Aaron Greenberg said. And after the showcase was over, everybody was doing that. Where was the gameplay? Why didn't you show us gameplay? Aaron Greenberg lied. No, he didn't. He told you what they were going to show, and I tried to warn people. I said, in-game footage is oftentimes not that distinguishable from a CG cinematic. They're largely very similar. In-game footage is oftentimes not representative of gameplay. It's simulated gameplay, okay? He told you what was going to be there, and it was there, and the absence of gameplay is a perfect time for us to transition to the bad, What were the bad things about the showcase? So I have two sort of big picture things that I felt were very lacking. I think this is genuine criticism, especially after all these years of people stressing that they want gameplay. The first and most glaring problem with the showcase is a lack of genuine gameplay. I have folks claiming that the Fable trailer contained gameplay. It did not. It was in-game footage. That's not gameplay. I can't stress this enough. We've been fooled 10 times over with in-game footage that sort of looks like gameplay, okay? There's no way to know if you're looking at gameplay or not. And I had a game dev come into the stream, okay? Because game devs never say, oh, this is in-engine if it's actual gameplay. They typically say in-engine if it's something that's been sort of captured in-engine and they're trying to make the game look really, really cool. The dev that came into my stream said, we confirmed this is somebody that has worked on the project. We went to his YouTube channel. We went to his Twitter. I sent him a DM. I said, hey, I wasn't trying to be dismissive. We get fake devs in my channel all the time claiming that they're working on the project. He actually was the genuine article. He said that it was all in-game, I'm sorry, that it was all in-engine and not CG, which I pushed back and said, I never said it was CG. I said it was in-engine footage, which is almost indistinguishable from a CG trailer. Like, go and watch that Fable trailer and try to tell me that it doesn't just look like a cinematic almost the entire time. Now, he didn't claim it was gameplay. He just said it's not CG, it was all in-engine. He didn't claim it was gameplay because it isn't gameplay, okay? I try to tell folks, in-engine footage is oftentimes very similar to CG, and the Fable trailer, I think, shows that quite clearly. Many were annoyed with this trailer because it's a game that we've known about for a long time, and we don't really have anything to show for it other than this, I think, great trailer. It was a good trailer. It was a strong start for the showcase. But I do tend to agree with the fact that you don't have gameplay. And it also is one of the handful of games that has literally no release window. <clears throat> so, as the excitement settled, I don't think the Fable trailer carries as much punch as when it was first shown, if that makes sense. It has punch kicking off a showcase. Everybody gets really excited. But then as the dust settles and you go back and watch it, it's like, well, we we don't really have anything new. We have a semblance of an idea of what they're going for with gameplay. That's exciting. We have a very, very cool trailer and a very cool tone. And a reasonable, you know, big name actor is involved. That's exciting. But you don't have a release window and you don't have gameplay. Okay? And that's... The first big picture narrative is the lack of gameplay. And the second big picture narrative is the theme of the showcase, 
was 2024. It was almost like brought to you in part by 2024. That was at the end of virtually every trailer, just 2024, very generic window. Okay, I'm going to touch on that, comparing it to like what they did last year in a moment, right? I'm not going to fault them for going with 2024 and not throwing a bunch of dates out that they can't make, but we all know how quickly this generic year of 2024 can turn into delay announcements. And everyone's going to rush and say, well, that's not a delay. We don't have release dates. Come on, when they say it's coming out in 2024, if a bunch of these games get delayed, those are delays, okay? If they get pushed into 2025, we've been here before. We've been in showcases. We've seen a bunch of of games announced with a generic year, and they don't make the year, okay? So that, I think, is a bit of a sour point of the showcase, that it's just a lot of 2024. Now, if if they make good on that, the next year's looking really good for Xbox, right? That was a lot of games coming, in 2024 according to this showcase i do think this was a weak point of the event though playstation focused on the immediate future a lot of their release dates were closer at hand so xbox decided nope we're gonna we're really gonna stress maybe just next year is kind of when everything's gonna start landing which it honestly lines up with what phil spencer said in the kind of funny interview we're finally to the point where we can deliver a big game at quality every quarter and the theme of this showcase was 2024 is when that starts, okay? It actually kind of starts this year because you're getting Starfield in quarter three and Forza Motorsport in quarter four. It's hard to count Forza Motorsport since it was supposed to already be out, but they are starting that big game a quarter in 2023 in the second half, so they are seemingly ramping up. Now, you could say Xbox had more first-party games than Sony, But if we really look at the number, it's not as impressive as we might think at first. Sure, they had 11 first-party games. Three of those were DLCs for Fallout 76, Elder Scrolls Online, and Sea of Thieves. So that drops it down a peg. One of the first-party showings was a trailer for Starfield. It's kind of hard to count that because there was the Starfield Direct. Two of the first-party games that were there had no release window. Okay, so yes, you had more first-party games there, but when three of them are DLC for existing games, one of them's for Starfield, one of them is basically a CG trailer. I know it's not, but it might as well be, and then it has no release window. Your first-party showing was stronger, but it wasn't that much stronger. And the two big games for next year, Avowed and Hellblade, both of their gameplay showcases fell short. So let's get specific now. Those were big picture problems, right? Lack of release date, lack of gameplay. Let's get specific, okay? I, I, it's, it's, it's totally acceptable to take Avowed to the wood chipper, okay? This has some of the most significant graphical degradation I think I've ever seen. It looked like a different game. It took us a moment to realize it was avowed because it looked kind of like Sea of Thieves. It's like, wait a minute, where's that super serious game that kind of looked like a next-gen Skyrim where I have a sword and a spell in one hand? Like, what's going on? This doesn't look like the game you showed us. I I think the game looks fun, but this is exactly why you shouldn't show games this early. And with the news of Starfield being at 30 FPS, it makes me really have a hard time trusting anything we were shown in this showcase. How many more avowed's are underneath the hood? How many more games are going to drastically change by the time we get 
to see them by the time we get to play them. Then, Hellblade 2. I love the trailer, but I'm a fan of the game. I have an intimate, emotional attachment to this game. So the trailer was powerful for me because it was like I was getting to sort of play a segment of Hellblade 2 because it is an experience as much as it is a game. But I totally sympathize with those that thought this was just a drawn-out sort of tired thing to do it didn't feel like a great gameplay showcase and I think they were right I was glad to see those who said hey Hellblade's coming in 2023 I was glad to see them firmly quieted hopefully you now see these people are liars and they're not to be trusted oh I I have it on good authority it's coming in 2023 you're an idiot you don't understand development cycles I was thrilled I get a little defensive I get a little prickly about Hellblade 2 because I love Hellblade and I hope that the 2024 window is a late year release give them as much time as they need but fair is fair Two of your big titles coming next year didn't have the greatest of showcases, even if I really liked one of them, and even if I think Avowed looks fun, it's not a good showcase for your game to get that much of a graphical degradation. They look It looks like a different game. It doesn't even look like the original game they showed us. Now, the last thing I will say is a negative. Phil Spencer's One More Thing was not a one more thing. I'm surprised they saved this as a one more thing. A Black Series S with a bigger hard drive, and it's $50 cheaper than a PS5 digital. I am just sort of baffled by what Xbox is doing this generation. I I don't know why they pushed this out. I don't know why they thought this was a one more thing. As an owner of the Series X, it just continues to make me feel kind of curious about what the goal of this generation is. They're so firmly planted in the ecosystem. I mean, he said he was going to make Series Xs more available, but then we hear the news about Starfield, and it's like, why bother buying a Series X if you're not even going to get next-gen performance? However... Given all the positives that I outlined, I still think it was a strong showcase. I don't think it was better than Jeff Keighley's event. I think he had heavier hitters. I think he had bigger things, right? Not even Keanu Reeves, you know, could make the Xbox showcase, in my mind, better than Keighley's. I thought Keighley's was great. But I definitely think this was a better showcase than PlayStation's. Xbox started strong. They didn't necessarily finish strong with the Series S, but... They finished really strong with Starfield, at least until they did interviews about 30 FPS. So let's talk about the elephant in the room. I said it during the Starfield Direct, I said it on Twitter, and I'll say it again. This looked like a completely different game than what we saw previously. I said it on stream and I said it on Twitter. If they could nail performance, it could be game of the year. The systems, the depth... The freedom, all of it, it's as daunting as it is ambitious. But the thing that really sold me is it clearly set out to be a good shooter. There were people claiming that this game wasn't a first-person shooter when they were worried that it was going to be 30 FPS. I remember them telling me that, like, oh, it's not really a shooter. You look really silly now. If you watch this showcase and you think this game's not a shooter, you're either wearing a blindfold or you're just dishonest. I think the rumors about id Software, ID Software, helping them are true. I've played a lot of shooters, and this game looks like a very strong and well-built first-person shooter. The movement, the gun handling, the impact, even the sound, totally night and day difference than the first time we saw this game. I went from this being one of my more anticipated games to this is now my most anticipated game of the year. I actually am anticipating playing this game more than Spider-Man 2 
It's barely edging out Spider-Man 2, but I, th- th- there's something about this game. I, I just here's here's the basic reason. Why why is this now my most anticipated game? I've never played a game like the one that they showed and described, okay? I've had glimpses of games like this in Skyrim and Fallout 4, but I've never played a game like the one they described. People saying it's just like No Man's Sky, you're just admitting you've never played No Man's Sky, okay? You have not played No Man's Sky if you think Starfield is just like No Man's Sky. You're ignorant and it shows, okay? (laughs) But then, after such a high... After such a high, reality settles in. They don't make good on Phil Spencer's promise that during their direct, they're going to address the 60 FPS question. They don't do that. It's clear. I was right. I said, they're not going to drop that 30 FPS bomb in the direct. There's no way they let them do that. And they didn't. They decided to take the less damaging approach. They do it in interviews after the fact. So nobody sees it at first. However, like the Streisand effect, that's all anybody's talking about now. It's clear they didn't want this to be the headline. It's clear they did not want this one to be on the front burner and involved in the direct. And this subject alone will likely hijack any discussion about the game. It'll likely hijack today's live stream. I'm not going to be able to talk about the showcase or Avowed or Hellblade 2. Everybody's going to want to talk about Starfield at 30 FPS. And that makes me sad. This game's a lightning rod for Xbox after that amazing showcase, but the 30 FPS headline's all you're going to see. It's exactly what I said would happen. They should have known better. The false equivalencies are already in place. The goalpost shifting is already in place. All these dishonest pundits and and bloggers and YouTubers are going to try to hand wave this off the stage and act like this, this isn't a big deal, right? We saw folks saying that Redfall was amazing, and then when 30 FPS news hit, they said, well, it should be delayed. You should delay Redfall. But now 30 FPS is okay? In a game far more focused on immersion and movement and graphics, 30 FPS is okay in this game, but it wasn't okay in Redfall? You're not making any sense. Now more than ever, it's clear nobody can provide a good reason why I bought my Series X. I keep getting told to play on PC if I want 60 FPS. I never have to say that when I play a single, uh, when I play a uh, PlayStation 5 first party game. I don't ever have to say that. As a consumer, I'm confused. I bought both of these next gen systems on the promise of better performance. And when one of those boxes fails to deliver that, I'm told that I should play on PC if I want performance. Sadly, my sense of Xbox walking away from the showcase with the victory was quickly sabotaged by the reality of what my Series X is going to offer me. Access to Game Pass and inferior performance in first-party games. If I want the best performance, I should play on PC. What an amazing marketing pitch. (laughs) It makes me wonder, what's Fable? What's Avowed? What's Hellblade 2 going to run like? It makes me curious about the hardware power that they marketed. But I will end on a positive note. Okay, because <laughs> I really like the showcase and I really like the Starfield Direct and I hate that this is all we're going to talk about for the next 72 hours. Okay, I want to end on a positive note. I had previously stated 
that if Starfield was at 30 FPS, I wouldn't spend much time with it. What they showed me was so much bigger and better than I expected, I'm going to make an exception. But the exception will be, I'm going to set up a PC in my living room so I can play this game on my couch the way God intended (laughs) with 60 FPS. And that's a testament to just how great Starfield can be. I continue to say that this could be another Skyrim for Bethesda, and after the Starfield Direct, I believe that now more than ever. Xbox Showcase was definitely a good showing, and it certainly looks like 2024, things are going to heat up for Xbox, as well as Game Pass. The question is, with Starfield and the 30 FPS blemish, will it be bigger than the overall quality of the game? Well, only time will tell. So let me give you my thoughts and my conclusions. (laughs) I just, I wanted so badly to be able to boot up today and say, they did it! They did it! Xbox delivered, and they couldn't help themselves. They just couldn't help themselves. It's like they keep getting ready to run, and somebody ties their shoelaces together. Xbox definitely hit a good stride in the showcase. They have set up 2024 to be their strongest year this generation. While it somewhat continues to be the meme of wait until, they are getting started this year with Starfield and Forza Motorsport, as well as some good DLC for existing property. I think that's fair to say. They're getting started. Second half of 2023 is going to ramp up, and it seems like 2024 is really going to hit strong for them. The second thing I want to say, the bad elements of the showcase simply cannot be overlooked. And when you really re-examine the showcase after the Starfield 30 FPS news, it starts to look worse. Are we not getting lots of gameplay for a reason? Were they scared to show fast movement in Hellblade 2 because it was captured on the Series X? That was the only showcase that mentioned Series X. And it was pretty slow. It was your typical very slow walking not wanting to have any fast movement and that's a concern right is that game also going to struggle with performance are we looking at something wrong with the hardware continuing to blame the devs is just a joke to me there seems to be something wrong I've continued to say it's the Series S. I call it the problem child. These companies are having to spend a disproportionate amount of time optimizing for the Series S because it's the more troublesome system with respect to with respect to power. And then that means the Series X is getting the short end of the stick. That's been my concern for a while. Last year they said that you're going to get this amount of games in the next 12 months. Well, this time with all of the 2024 they basically said the same thing it's just that the number's 18 months instead of 12 like I'm not being unfair here last year they said here's everything coming in the next 12 months this year they said here's everything coming in the next 18 months because 2024 is basically them saying that so hold them to that promise they don't get off the hook just because they didn't show an image with a bunch of graphics that said in the next 12 months 2024 is a promise and it showed up like 90% of the time in this showcase I hope for their sake and for Xbox fans everywhere I hope for myself that it goes much better for them next year than it did the first half of this year my conclusion is this Starfield as a game has made me feel more conflicted than any other game in history the showcase was ambitious it sent a clear message that Bethesda still has the chops to expand what an RPG can do it's just a huge damper on the game to hear confirmation that it's locked at 30 FPS on console especially when Todd Howard says 4k 30 what on earth 
Couldn't you have given me dynamic 1440 resolution to to give me 60? I don't understand. Uh, Give me the choice. If any PlayStation 5 game did this, I would be incredibly frustrated. I don't want locked into 4K30. That's not the priority for me. That's not why I bought these systems. I bought these systems for frames per second. In 2019, when these systems were being marketed, I was thrilled when Xbox mentioned frames per second numerous times because that's always been something I think is more important important to the immersion and to the feel of a game and now we're looking at a major title landing on old gen performance and to those defending it you think it's no big deal you think it's perfectly fine well why didn't they include it in the showcase then Gotham Knights and Redfall both went viral for being 30 FPS. They were shredded for being 30 FPS. Why does Starfield get a pass just because you can store a bunch of sandwiches in your ship? Starfield's not getting the same treatment simply because there's more to do? That's not an excuse. That's not what you want to see from your banner flagship title on the Series X. My takeaway is this. If I want to play first-party Xbox games with next-gen performance, it seems the best option is to play on a PC instead of my Series X. And that is not the marketing push that any of us expected. And that's the show open. (laughs) 32-minute show open. There's a thousand people here. I hope you guys can sense I'm trying to be fair. I'm trying to point out all the positives. I'm trying to be, you know, I, I don't, I, oh, this guy's such a pony. I was, I was really enjoying both showcases. I really and truly was. Do me a favor. Smash a like button. Let's get the first couple of members in for the day. And hey, let me let me show you this here. All right, let me let me show you something. Hang on, let me let me drag the, the coffee into the frame as well. Let's get the coffee orders going. Let me turn my coffee alert back on. Uh, so if you guys order coffee, I should be able to hear it. I should be able to hear it. All right, thirty-two minute intro. I know, I know. There was a lot to cover. Here at the thirty-three minute mark, I want to showcase something. So we are once again working with Into the AM, perfect camera transition there, and this is a really, really hot shirt, no pun intended, from Into the AM. For the next couple of days, the 12th through the 15th, their best sellers are 20 to 80% off, okay? You can add my code LONO on top of that, all right? On top of their best seller sale, add code LONO on top. I love their shirts, their print quality, they're soft. Even my wife remarked they have like a little tag down at the bottom indicating that it is an Into the AM shirt. You see that little tag? She's like, I love that. She's like, then I know it's your shirt. She's like, it's really nice quality. So even when she's washing them, she'll, she remarked on the quality of the shirt. So go to IntoTheAM.com slash LONO or use code LONO at Into the AM. Add my discount on top of their big sale. Thanks again for working with us. Into the am we love your shirts and we love working with you and i know many people here have used the code and shop there so anytime you use the code over there shop there we appreciate that so so much okay got that got that done so i can thank some people here two gifted members coming in from raptor and dk beggar they want to start the day right you guys did hit the massive goal of 4500 so the beard is getting shaved and we're gonna have to figure out how to do a, a steak cooking stream Acts of Eugene. Eugene says, Starfield 30 FPS makes me doubt every single Xbox first party game. Fable, 30. Avowed, 30. Gears of War, 30. Everything coming from their first party studios are now assumed 30 until confirmed otherwise. Ica Gang with a 14 spot. Starfield's groundbreaking. I forgive the 30 FPS. 
I don't. I can't. I can't. I didn't buy in this generation to be like, well, it's groundbreaking. Oh, oh, okay. That that doesn't seem groundbreaking to me, especially considering it's 4K. That was a choice that they made. That was a choice that they made. You could let me run it at 1440 dynamic and and give me 60. Come on. You're doing 144030 on the S. I don't accept that. I don't accept that. I'm worried about the hardware at this point. Bro Sexy with 12 months and it's a VIP one year baby. Keep up the great content and the excellent coverage, brother. Thank you. And I do want to thank... Oh, Jonathan Newton gifted a membership as well. We should have three total. Thank you, Jonathan Newton. I have this new screen I can go to to see everything. Rick Bounds upgraded to VIP. Anything RC hit two months says cool to be here. Joe Vivian did 14 months at a VIP. Glad to be here for the Lono Glow Up. Keep grinding. So much content this week. Thank you. Thank you very much. Anthony Ortega did a $5 super chat. Xbox Showcase was still showing games they showed back in 2020 with the launch of the Series X. The game's PlayStation was showing back then are already released I think that is 100% fair criticism Anthony I think that's fair criticism I, I saw somebody say that on Twitter last night they're like everybody's getting real excited and they, they showed a lot of stuff that we've already seen I, I, I kind of agree with that I'm like yeah yeah now the only reason I'm not going to take off a bunch of points for that if I'm scoring the showcases right the only reason I'm not going to take a bunch of points off is well what else are they supposed to do the games got delayed do you know what I'm saying what's Xbox supposed to do well I mean since these games got delayed we're not allowed to talk about them anymore like I'm not going to fault them for walking out property and saying hey here's Fable here's Avowed you know here's here's Hellblade 2 you know here's all these games like I, it's, it's hard to fault them for that right if you're tracking with my logics like what are they supposed to do not Starfield 60 PC at Showcase yo another 5 gifted members coming in 8 members I re- thank you JW for gifting five members. You guys are insane. Good to see you in the chat feed. Welcome everybody in. Let's set our sights on 400 likes. Keep the gift that's coming. Order some coffee. Keep being awesome. Reaper coming in with a gifted member. I just realized I need to put the coffee alert uh, in this scene just so if it happens, we don't miss the sound. Thank you Reaper for gifting a member, taking us to nine out of 25 Ghostface hits 10 months and it's a VIP as a strictly PlayStation gate player the showcase actually made me want to get an Xbox but that 30 FPS killed that idea kind of sad it's often running way above that sometimes it's 60 I doubt most PCs will run it at 60 I I saw I see that quote Eugene and are, are we sure that's what he's saying so he's saying they I thought he was saying they could get it above that sometimes on the console but because they couldn't get it stable that that section with Todd Howard confused me I was like is he saying that they can't even get rock solid 60 out of PC is that what he's saying I thought he was saying that they could sometimes get it uh, to run above that sometimes at 60 on the consoles but they decided not to let you do that because it's not it's not consistent it looks like Digital Foundry is supporting the decision for the game to run well on the console hardware. Okay, but Digital Foundry supporting the decision doesn't mean that it's good optics for a next-gen console. If they're pure, if Digital Foundry is purely looking at this from a hardware decision and saying, 
this was the right call. You weren't going to get 60 FPS. Okay, is that the optics you want to hear? Do we have any suspicion, says Derek, that maybe the 4K promise won't be true at launch? I have no reason to believe anything until the game is out. Yeah, at this point, it's hard to trust anything. It, it really is. It's hard to trust anything. It's like, it feels like you guys are just saying what we want to hear. Hey, Phil, are we going to get an answer at the Starfield Direct about 60 FPS? He's like, yep. And then we don't. They answer it in a, and they answer it in a in a Q and A in an interview. Come on, yeah. Now now they're digital foundry fans. Yeah, I thought he was saying you need a very high end PC to run 4K 60. Right, but in that context, Eugene, if he's talking about 4K 60, you'll be able to get 60 on PC, homie. You just lower your resolution. The average person is not the average person is not going to be trying to play this game at 4K on their rig, right? He says it's 4K on the Series X, it's 1440 on the Series S. We do lock at 30 because we want that fidelity. We want all the stuff, okay? And then his next quote was, "We don't want to sacrifice any of it." Fortunately, this one, we got it running great. It often is running way above that, sometimes at 60 FPS. But on the consoles, we do lock it because we prefer the consistency. Yeah, I don't think he's saying... I don't think he's saying it's not going to run at at, at 60 FPS on PC, Eugene. He's saying we can get this thing to run well, well above that and close to 60, but we decided on consoles to lock it. I don't think he's saying you're going to struggle to get 60 FPS on PC. I think you're reading too much into how he frames it. The, 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 he is he is very much in the lane of saying it's going to be 4K on the X. It's going to be 1440 on the S. We decided to cap it at 30 because we want to keep the fidelity. He says we often can get this thing close to 60, even above it, but we decided to cap it on consoles. I bet you if I run this on my PC at 1440, I, there's no way it's going to struggle Unless it's extremely poorly optimized. Gee, many Christmas. F the cat with a month and a VIP. What's your thoughts on Game Pass coming to GeForce now? I mean, that's kind of in line with their push with GeForce and Cloud. That's not surprising. Even Phil Spencer himself mentioned Cloud during the showcase. Raptor with a $5 super chat tip. Theory on Star Wars Outlaws. Massive typically launches stuff in March, April. March of 2024 would fall with the new Star Wars games every six months. Yeah, and you know what concerns me about that, Raptor? Is that Disney pushed this idea of getting a new Star Wars game every six months, and Jedi Survivor still doesn't have its sixth patch, and I still can't play it without screen tearing and stuttering. So, I really hope that's not the case with this Star Wars game. We will see gameplay today. Yeah, to defend Eugene, he says, Fortunately, this one, we got it running great. It often is running way above that, sometimes at 60 FPS, but on the consoles, we lock it to, uh, to prefer that consistency. You would never say it got way above that. Oh, yeah, that's definitely confusing. I, yeah, I can't tell. It says, Fortunately, in this one, we've got it running great. It often is running way above that, sometimes at 60, referring to the game's performance on PC. Yeah, but that person's assuming that's what he's meaning. He says that all in one sentence. But on the consoles, we do lock it. That person's interjecting that. Does the interview cut? 
Is there a cut in the interview on Twitter? Hang on, I'm watching it. No, like, how do we know he's talking about PC? He says, fortunately, we got this one running. This one what? That's the interviewer. No, the interviewer is injecting something that's not there. I just watched the clip again. I'm not doing this with you guys. We're not splitting this hair for the rest of the stream. They're injecting that into the conversation. That's not what Todd says. Todd goes directly from talking about consoles to saying, this one we got running particularly well. This one what? What's he saying? This one? This game? This build? What's he referring to? Do they have a build right in front of them running on a PC? Does he point to it? I I don't want to do this with you. I don't want to do this with you. It's not important to today's discussion. We're not we're not going to sidetrack the entire day splicing up two sentences from Todd Howard. Chapter 8 with four months and it's a VIP. Seems like devs think people want 4K, whereas most gamers actually want higher frames. Would be interesting to see a breakdown of how many people play quality versus performance in recent games like Hogwarts. See, the dilemma there is, Chapter 8, I wonder if a lot of casuals even know to go in and change it. Like, I, I wonder. Like, do they even know to go in and change it? Shelly with a month. What uh, was it their best showcase? Yes, but I expected an A grade show and I got a B. I can't help but feel let down. Lack of gameplay. I don't care for cinematics. Still great. I saw so many people on Twitter claiming that Aaron Greenberg lied. And I was like, he didn't lie. He told you what they were going to show you. And that's what they showed you. You just don't understand the terminology. And I tried to warn people. I said, he said in-engine footage. And I tried to say in-engine footage is not all that distinguishable from CG. And a bunch of people gave me crap in my comments and said, oh, so in-engine's basically CG now? Yes. Yes, it is. And all you have to do is look at the response to the showcase yesterday. And a bunch of people presumed and assumed that they were not watching gameplay. They were watching a CG because in-engine footage is barely out of the category of being CG. Like they're, they're, they're virtually interchangeable. 21 months from Murph dog and as a VIP, almost two years. Keep up the fantastic work. Thank you. Murph dog. A lot of games have you select that mode that you want to play on at the start. I've not, I've, I've not had games pop up with that choice. I have to go into the menu almost every time. I almost always pick quality over performance because I don't really care about the frame rate. We need to make it binary. It's either gameplay or it's not. Well, I, that's that's what I was telling people. Princess and the Frog game was cinematic. That Princess and the Frog game, are you talking about Fable? Guys, if you're just coming in, we're we're doing a breakdown and my review of the Xbox game showcase. Smash the like button. Let's set our sights on 400 likes. There's enough people here for it. I gave them, uh, I think, 10 or 11 positives. I did say there were some negatives about the show. Overall, I thought it was a better showcase than Sony's, but I don't think it was better than Keeley's event, and I definitely felt like there were some fair criticisms of the showcase from Xbox. I really expected plenty of gameplay, but it was uh, it's just cinematics, isn't it? I don't care if it's in-engine or not. It's game. Uh, it's gameplay. Oh, it's what would the game be doing, you know? Still a great show. Is something wrong with the Xbox hardware? I don't know. Oh, South of Midnight. Oh, oh, oh. 
That's a multi-plat game, though. That was a multi-plat. South of Midnight was not a first party. Aaron Greenberg made it very clear. He said all of their first party trailers would be gameplay. in It would be in-game footage, in-engine footage, or a mixture of in-game footage and cinematics. Those were the three categories he gave. Yo, Raptor gifting a member. Thank you so much for doing that, Raptor. Oh, on it. I hate when... Like, you think you got the glasses clean, and there's, like, one final smear. Drives me frick crazy. Thank you, Raptor. Let me bump the gifted member count. I can't find my mouse. There we go. Taking us to 10 members on the day. Keeping it faithful. Keeping that member count high. Problem seems everything is made to run on the S and not optimized for the X. I personally never trust what Todd Howard says. He's a salesman. He's good at selling. Compulsion third party. Yeah, I mean, South of Midnight was a multi-plat, so I'm not going to hold them. I mean, the Star Wars game was purely CG. I'm not going to hold Xbox for that. Aaron Greenberg made it very clear. He made it very, very clear. He said, listen, he's like, if it's a first-party trailer, it will be in-game, in-engine, or it will be in-game mixed with cinematics. And... Listen, I, I I get that people are upset, but you have to learn you you have to learn terminology. Like you can't just get you can't just get all bent and be like, oh, I can't believe that they did this. It's like, well, no, they they tried to tell you ahead of time what you were going to be looking at. You were going to be looking at a, a lot of mixture of both, and in-engine footage is not gameplay. DK Beggar bumps the gifted member line to. 11 almost close to the layup of 15 don't tell me how to get bent lono <laughs> xbox game studios and compulsion announce action adventure game uh it's an xbox game studios game wait i don't understand wasn't that purely cinematic wait i thought that was multi-plat i thought at the end of that trailer they showed all of the platforms I don't understand. That was a cinematic game. That was cinematic. Oh, I saw Steam and I assumed it was multiplat. That's my mistake. I didn't put that in my show open, thank goodness. I would have looked stupid. But I don't understand. Was that supposed to be in-engine then? Yes, we'll be covering the Ubisoft event. Was that in-engine then? The trailer for that game, South of Midnight, where the guy's like playing the guitar? It was AGH is saying, AJH, I'm sorry, is saying it was in engine. My question to you, Lono, is if Starfield's good enough, can it get the Zelda exemption? No. Because in Zelda, I'm not first person. I'm not shooting. I mean, arrows, but it's totally different. It's way more arcade ish. Here's the problem, Zubair. The, the better. What did we drop frames for? The better that the game is Starfield looked so good that's more of an indictment of the 30 FPS the movement, the shooting the combat all of that falls apart in 30 FPS even Zelda I'll be honest, I haven't gone back to Zelda do you want to know why? I started playing other games at 60 I hadn't played a game in a really long time and I was like, I think I can stomach it in Zelda I can stomach it. It's a more arcade-ish game. It's not first person. I'm not like trying to shoot things, okay? So if I'm not trying to shoot things, 
I, I'll, I'll stomach it. Then I started playing some other games at 60. I tried to go back to Zelda, and it was noticeable. I was literally helping my son play Kana Bridge of Spirits, and then I tried to go back to Zelda, and I was like, huh. Like, I, I couldn't do it. I'm kind of actually waiting for the Switch 2 to go back to Tears of the Kingdom, because I love Tears of the Kingdom. I think it's one of the greatest games I've ever touched, but... I don't know, man. I, I was just like, I don't think so. I don't want to go back to this. Rizzo with a $5 super chat. The enemy health bars in Starfield have always been distracting for me personally. I hope there's an option to switch them off. Thank you, Rizzo, for the $5. A 65 spot from Game Over Cholo. Am I taking crazy pills or are people forgotten Bethesda software games still have issues with frame drops and bugs years later? I mean, there were stutters in the Starfield gameplay. There, there were stutters in the gameplay. And I thought, maybe it's the premiere. YouTube and Chrome can act goofy sometimes. So I said, nah, maybe it's just the premiere. Five gifted members from Detonator. You guys are crazy. You simply cannot be stopped. 4570 is the current highest count of members I have ever had. I cannot believe we're within reach of 5,000 members. That's insane. This is a layup. Somebody wants to do a 10 spot. You'll be the agent of chaos and you'll hit the goal. What did Brooklyn Breed say? Good to see you in chat, Brooklyn Breed. So y'all, so y'all basically saying the Switch and the Xbox Series X are the same console with the what about Zelda? I think he was just asking, would 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 Starfield be good enough for me to overlook it? It was unstable 30 FPS footage. That's the other thing you guys need to understand is that the the trailer for Starfield that they uploaded at the direct it's a 30 fps video and it's unstable you need to understand that that's that's not it's not even running stable 30 jet with a 20 dollar tip fable hellblade 2 and avowed said in game not in engine or cgi in game footage is gameplay and in game cinematics which means that's the fidelity they're aiming for fable artist said it was running on a series x okay Fable was in-engine, according to the Fable developer that stopped by my stream. Fable was not in-game. That's not possible. They were literally showing cinematics, so it couldn't be in-game the whole time. You're saying it was a blend of in-game and cinematics. That's not true. I was specifically told by a dev that worked on the game. It was in-engine. It was not in-game. Quinn gifted a member and taking us to 17 on the day. Thank you so much for doing that. Anything already released is on life support. Microsoft surely has all hands on deck for Starfield. Too much writing on Starfield to salvage their 2024. It's clear to me that the expectations for Team Green and Team Blue are vastly different. Right? Imagine... Oh, I'm not supposed to do it. I'm not supposed to do it, but I'm going to do it. Imagine... PlayStation releasing a 30 FPS trailer for Spider-Man 2 that had inconsistent frame rate. Imagine if that happened. What would people say? Oh, it's fine. We had 30 FPS last generation. It's fine. As long as the game's pretty, it's fine. As, As long as I'm having a good time. Nobody would say that. I wouldn't say that. I'm going to keep the same energy for both platforms. I didn't buy either of these boxes. I didn't buy either of these boxes for 30 FPS games. I didn't. 
hand-waving and acting like it's okay, you would never do that for PlayStation 5. You would never do that. Trailers are often uploaded at 30 FPS. That's not the point that I'm making. You understand that, right? Trailers are often uploaded at 30. That's a common trope in the gaming world, and everybody freaks out. They all freak out. Oh, it's 30, it's 30, it's 30. No, every trailer is uploaded at 30. If a trailer gets uploaded at 30, has inconsistent performance at 30, and then the developers themselves confirm it's locked at 30, then you'd be okay with that? If Insomniac walked out and said, yeah, you know, we really didn't want to sacrifice uh, fidelity, so it's uh, it's locked at 4K30. I wouldn't be okay with that. I would call this, I'd be just as irritated at that being the reality. I would say, no, no, that's not what I want. All of my games right now have three, four, and sometimes five performance choices. Give me at least performance and quality. Give me a choice between the two. Imagine you don't even <laughs> yeah. track the optics on this one, okay? How many Series X owners out there don't even own a 4K television? They don't even own a 4K television. They're not even set up for 4K. And you just told them, oh, no, 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 no. We, we think it's best to, to maintain the fidelity. We capped it at 4K 30. What, what do you mean? I don't want 4K. I, that's not what I want. I, I want to play it at, you know, 1440-60. You're gonna let you're gonna let the you're gonna let the the the, the, the series S go down to 1440. Here's the problem with Todd Howard's reasoning. You ready for this? <laughs> if you're so focused on protecting the fidelity of the game that you won't let me bring it down out of 4K then why in the frick is this thing launching on the Series S? Why is it launching on the Series S at 1440? It sounds like you were willing to do it there. It sounds like, oh yeah, it's no problem. We can do it there. What? So you're okay with sacrificing the fidelity on the Series S? On a PC, I'm going to be able to take it down out of 4K. What, are you not going to let me take the game down out of 4K on my PC? You're going to lock me into 4K there too? That doesn't make any sense. The logic doesn't track. King Sovereign with eight months and it's a member plus. I don't know if this has been discussed, but the Starfield showcase really didn't display on world traversal aside from walking. Is this a concern? They showed off the jetpack a lot. That was one of my favorite parts. I thought the movement was really cool. Lono, in 2021, the saturation of 4K TVs in the U.S. was about 50%. Okay. So half the market doesn't even have a 4K television. He's okay with running on a 1070. Parasito says, with how much brain power there is at Bethesda, even looking past their poor launch history, I can't help but lean towards thinking they built the game core wrong from the start and then sunken costs set in, says Parasito. What kind, what kind of an engine are you running that you can't give me dynamic resolution so that I can hit 60? So many games are doing that. Goodness gracious, there are games doing that on the Series S right now. They're doing dynamic resolution. They do dynamic 1080 to, to try to get you to 60. Right? What? For the, for the first time ever... <laughs> 
It's not Xbox's fault. I actually think we can we can point the finger at Bethesda. I I think this thing is is I don't know. If you look at the specs and what it requires on a PC, I think the thing is going to struggle on PC as well. I think I'm going to have to lower my resolution quite a bit on PC if I want 60. I think they made foundational decisions about this game. There are so many games in the market right now with huge, giant areas that figured out how to do this. It's the creation core for sure, says Parasito. From the breakdowns I saw, they reworked some of the rendering pipeline and that's about it, says Parasito. They're not as big as Starfield. A remaster or remake, maybe? I just need it explained to me how I can... I just don't get it. I Like, I think it comes down... I just think it comes down to engine. Your 2080 isn't getting 60 at any decent res, says Eugene. Remember Cyberpunk? I've never played Cyberpunk on my PC. I always played it on my PS5. Xbox exclusive launched at 30 is asinine. Repeat, again, credit to JT above, says Zubair, but it's got to be the coding of the game's logic itself. The CPU can't push out enough frames for the GPU. GPU is not the limitation. Oh, right. Didn't um, didn't John Linneman, or the, didn't the guy from Digital Foundry say something about that? He commented on that. Who It was JT above that said it. Um, I saw JT say that in the chat. I meant to pull it out. Uh, for people really worried about FPS, I would highly recommend going high-end PC. I, I thought the PS5 wouldn't hit 60 FPS in Starfield either. Both consoles have terrible CPUs. To get Starfield to 60 on console, they would need to get rid of the game functions and mechanics, not lower the resolution. I why but why would you set up the game that way though? If you know that's where your game is launching, if you know that that's where Starfield is launching, why wouldn't you make changes? I mean, maybe there's too much architecture that can't be changed in the creation engine. That That's confusing to me. You, I think this just comes down to proprietary engine sunk cost. Like, they're so, they're so, so woven and they have so much sunk cost into the creation engine. They were like, this is the, this is the only way we can do this. It's the best they could manage. Creating highly parallel games is really hard. Most powerful console, next-gen 30 FPS. Man, Xbox has just got to be a little irritated that... (laughs) No, Todd said it's because of fidelity. Miss me with all that. Well, I mean, you think Todd's going to actually come out and say that, though, Eugene? Is he going to come out and say it's all the systems that we built hitting the CPU? I mean, he does. He could say that. He could say all the freedom we give you and the persistent world and the sandwiches and the cups on the ground, that is all being used up by the CPU, which means we can only allocate so much for, for, for CPU usage for frames per second. So this is the sweet spot we landed in. I mean, I guess he could have said that. I think he took the marketing approach to be like, well, we want the game to be pretty. We want the game to be pretty. 4K. So that's what matters. The CPU is going to be absolutely hammered with how Starfield appears to be handling background simulation and a living universe, says Parasito. It's simply another iteration on creation instead of a rebuild. Shelly says, aside from Avowed and Starfield, which showed gameplay uh, and were great... 
Was there anything else that stood out? Forza Motorsport seems to have been widely outshined. Should have been dated uh, at Dev Diary. I was kind of right, wasn't I, about Forza? I was like, I don't think they're going to want to draw a bunch of attention to a game that was already already supposed to be out. Creature thought, no, they're going to do a huge segment on Forza. It's going to eat up a bunch of the show. And I'm like, I don't think so. You really want to talk about that game? That game's already supposed to be out. That's kind of a sore subject. And now it's the last game of the year. It's like it went from being in the first half to actually landing after Starfield. Like, come on. And the Avowed gameplay didn't land all that well because it's the most, that's probably the most, the most graphical degradation I think I've ever seen in a video game in my life. We've seen graphical degradation before. Avowed looks like a different game. It looks like a different game. I thought it looked fun. But we didn't even know what game it was. We it, it was it, it wasn't like the hands and the sword came up again. Everyone's like, "It's avowed." About halfway through the trailer, we're like, "Is this avowed?" <laughs> it was not. It was not. It was not the showcase that you wanted to see. King Sovereign with a ten dollars super chat tip. Part of my concern is that, as far as I've seen, you don't see things like you're guiding your ship down to the planet and landing. We already knew that. With that is, uh, with what is shown, I wonder how much of these worlds are explorable. As far as I know, as far as I know, they're they're totally explorable. I mean, I don't think you can't go places. You just choose where you land. You guys don't seem to have problems with Hogwarts or Gotham Knights performance. I shredded Gotham Knights for his performance. It's a joke. It's a garbage game. It looks like a mobile game in disguise. It's trash. Hogwarts? Putting Hogwarts and Gotham Knights in the same sentence is laughable. That's laughable. Hogwarts looks great. Graphically, perfectly fine. Performance, it had minor issues. It doesn't have... It, are you kidding me? Isn't Hogwarts couldn't even run on the PS5? How many Xbox podcasts told you that? My wife has 60 hours on the PS5. I have 42 hours on the PS5. You're being lied to. Gotham... I mean, Hogwarts runs fine on the PS5. Quit watching Xbox podcasts that tell you things that aren't true. There were some minor issues with Hogwarts in the beginning. Like, there were places in the map I think you could fall through. All Go, go look at all the Hogwarts performance breakdowns. You're getting lied to. Someone's literally telling you stuff that isn't true. That's not true. Gotham Knights is a joke. It doesn't even deserve to be said in the same sentence with Hogwarts. Hogwarts is going to get nominated for awards. Zero doubt in my mind about that. That was a great game. And it had two modes. Yeah, it had fidelity and performance modes. <laughs> Imagine a game launching with a performance mode. Billy with a $2 super chat. You have to factor in all the systems at play. Lono, so what? To hit stable 60 FPS with all the processing required uh, to fund the game normally, not even mentioning the action itself, you need an i9-13900 and a 4090 to get 60 FPS. Cyberpunk all over again. Jez leaked a while ago that Avowed had a massive change in art direction. I think if we hadn't seen it before, we wouldn't be an issue. I was totally fair to Avowed in my show open. I said, it looked fun. I was like, hey, that looks like a fun game. And I said, this is a really good lesson in why you shouldn't show your game that early. I wasn't going to nail them for it, but you got to call a spade a spade. That that game has had a massive degradation in, in its graphics. Oh, it's an art style change. Well, yes, it is, but it's also doesn't look at all like what we were shown. What we were shown looked like a super serious, like it looked like an updated Skyrim almost at some level. 
Venom Fang with a $5 tip. It's got to be the Series S fault. No explanation for these games not running at 60 on the Series X, which is the most powerful console in existence. (laughs) It's the most powerful console in existence, and yet there's nothing to display that or show off that power. What what game is going to show off the power of the Series X? We're still waiting. I'm, I'm waiting. I haven't played a game yet on my Series X. I haven't played a game yet on my Series X that shows off how strong it is. And if you say Forza, <laughs> I will, I will, I will slap you. <laughs> if you say Forza, just caught up and watched the Xbox showcase. It absolutely blew the Sony showcase and the Summer Game Fest out of the water. I don't, I don't agree with that. It was better than Sony. It didn't blow anybody out of the water. Maybe it's just my personal game preference, but most of the games looked at in the Xbox showcase and the other ones just didn't have as much I found to be interesting. Also, Xbox, Xbox had better pacing. I agree with that. As far as showcase pacing and choices go, nailed it. The worst decision that Xbox made with pacing was Phil Spencer's one more thing was not worthy of a one more thing. A a, a larger hard drive Series S that's $50 cheaper than the PS5 digital? I'm, I'm sorry, what did you say? Like, no. No, no. That's not your one more thing, bro. <laughs> That's your one more thing? Come on. Laying like a red fall. Like what? Starfield alone. Uh, Starfield Direct alone blows both showcases. No, I don't think a single showcase can blow away a multi-game showcase. I don't think that's a fair comparison. I do think that the Starfield Direct was probably the best game, the the best individual game showcase I've ever seen. I think it was the best individual game showcase I've ever seen. It blew me away. It completely blew me away. I even said, I was like, if it runs at 30 FPS, I'll, I'll put a rig in my freaking living room. And now people are saying, oh, your rig might not be strong enough to get 60. Frick, that's really disappointing if that's true. I wasn't a fan of the Sarah speech either. She seems like a lovely lady, but it seems weird. It weirds me out when they give speeches with the music in the background. It's very eerie and weird to me. Yeah, I think even David Jaffe reacted to that and was like, what the frick? Like, why are we getting so sentimental and so, like, cult-like? I like her as well. There's rumors she might be taking over. There's rumors that she might be taking over. I don't know about that. I think I think she could I think she could be the face of Xbox, but I think Phil Spencer's really hard to replace. I think Phil Spencer's interwoven with the brand at this point, right? Like she has wonderful stage presence. It always helps when you're good looking, right? I think Phil Spencer's good looking. I think Todd Howard is good looking. I think that helps. I really do. I think when a person is a good looking individual, it helps with their on screen presence. And so like I just I just think replacing Phil is just such a tall order. It's a really tall order because he's interwoven with the brand at this point. I could see her replacing him long term, but not in the near future. I don't think they would want to do it in the near future. Especially now they're finally picking up the pace. They finally pick up the pace and then they walk Phil out the door? That'd be insane to me. Wouldn't Matt Booty be next in line? Sometimes you gotta go with the with the with the public view optics, right? Who do you want walking out and talking about your games? You want you you want her or do you want someone with the name Matt Booty? Like <laughs> I'm being for real from a marketing perspective, right? You walk her out, she's beautiful. 
He's got great stage presence. Or you walk out someone with the name Matt Booty. Like, which... Which, uh... Which are you choosing? <laughs> Come on! Which are we choosing here from a marketing perspective? Like, if you shop this... Like, if you shop this with gamers, who do you think they want to look at, right? I'm not being crass, by the way. They, they choose news anchors for this. They choose show hosts for this. It helps when you're... Pre- it's not a coincidence that show hosts are usually good-looking people, okay? So... I think Bond beats Booty any day of the week. <laughs> Bond over Booty. That's that's my slogan, and I'm sticking with it. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Goodness. I'm a Booty guy, so... Yeah, well, yeah. No, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> 30 FPS is Booty. There you go. Sony needs more games. At some point, God of War 17 and Spider-Man 10 can't cut, won't cut it. Well, I think they, they're pushing for that, though. They're pushing for that. They said that by the end of fiscal year 2025, you should see 50% existing and 50% new IP. I think they sense what you're saying. In that webcast we covered a couple weeks ago, in the webcast we covered a couple weeks ago, they basically said... I think they sense that as an issue. It's, okay, some of these folks are great for the brand. They're iconic, but we, we got to get some new IP out there. I, I think they're on that move. I think they're pushing for that. So, um, Spider-Man, you, you could make five Spider-Man games and they would probably always pull. Spidey's, Spidey's a Leviathan. Like, you can't, you can't really compete with Spidey. Yo, what's good, Infinite? We know, we know Lono is a thigh guy because of Alex. I mean, listen, if Alex and Chun-Li had a baby, we would all die. (laughs) Sony has uh, way more individual up than Microsoft does. I feel Sarah Bond is the one that's been, I don't, why would we use that word? Maybe brought up for this. Parasito says, uh, not to bring it back to green versus blue, but games like Spider-Man literally exist with insane world and, and, uh, and entity density. Compare that to a game that has to mask its CPU overload by equally hitting the GPU. See, and this is where the general public will never understand some of this stuff, Parasito. They'll just say, it looks like another Spider-Man. They don't understand that the speed with which Miles is traveling in the trailer is actually a technical feat. It's a technical feat. It's, it's, It's absolutely insane that Miles is traveling at that speed. Insomniac or Wizards. And I said, listen, I have been so... I have been painfully consistent on Starfield. I've consistently said, I think Starfield will be can be a big moment for Bethesda. It could be another Skyrim. I'm super interested in Starfield. I could see sinking a bunch of hours into Starfield. What have I always said? I've always stopped and said, my primary concern is performance. My primary concern is performance. Every time this came up, I always said the same thing. Performance. Why? Creation engine. Why? Bethesda's history. Why? The trailers and the gameplay. Everything we've seen up to now. It's my one big, giant, primary concern. And Todd Howard basically confirmed yesterday, you were right to be concerned about this. 
you were right to be concerned about this. There are plenty of big, giant, open-world games you can play right now with crazy graphics that can hit 60. Our game can't. Sweet. Thanks, Todd. But the system's in the persistent, and you can pick up cups and put, put, put sandwiches in your ship. I, that doesn't matter to me. Do you think that makes up for the immersion breaking? You think that makes up for the bad frame rate, being able to pick up cups and sandwiches? Does that gameplay mechanic make up the, make up the deficit? I don't think it does. Venom Fang with a $5 super chat tip. If Starfield was developed from the beginning exclusively for the X and not the S, would it still be capped at 30 at launch? I have no idea. Listen, I don't think we can blame the S and the X. I think it's the engine. From 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 what Parasito is saying and what others are saying about the engine itself, I don't think we can start looking for an easy scapegoat. I don't think we can. Like, oh yeah, let's let's uh let's 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 blame the S. No, I think it's the engine. Who honestly picks up cups though? Like you do that once and then never again. Sony also focused on bringing their flagship titles to the big screen and the TV. Last of Us was amazing. God of War would be insane as well. I think God of War is the one I'm the most nervous about. I bet you the Ghost of Tsushima movie's fine. The Gran Turismo movie will be fine. I think Ragnarok, I think God of War is the, is the, is the franchise I'm the most worried about coming to, coming to a television show. Bro, they were celebrating ladders, says Eugene. Jez Corden doesn't think the frame rate is an issue for Starfield. He compared it to Zelda. Listen, if folks want to deal in false equivalencies and goalpost shifting, that's fine. The Series X was never promoted. If anybody wants to run that narrative, I just don't think that's an honest take. I don't think you can look at the marketing for the Xbox Series S and the Xbox Series X and say, it's perfectly fine. Look at this Nintendo Switch game. I don't know how your head doesn't fall off your shoulders from the whiplash of the backflip of logic to pull that one off. Like, how do you not snap your own neck with whiplash? Just logical backflip. Yeah! uh, Nintendo Switch, though! What are you talking about? What are you... This is a $500 next-gen console. What are you talking about Nintendo Switch for? A six-year-old portable device with a cell phone processor in it. Get out of here. A $2 tip. Name another game. You can touch everything. I don't... What do you mean, name another game where you can touch everything? Why does that matter? Why is that so important? You'll know I went to the movies to watch a Spider-Man movie and I saw the highlights for the Gran Turismo movie. It looks sick. I know. I want to catch the Spider-Man movie in theaters before it leaves theaters. Totally agree with Lono on the engine. Hang on a minute. I want to check something. I want to check something real quick. Hey, a lot of new subscribers today. Make sure you guys are pressing the sub button. It's free to subscribe, okay? It lets you talk in my chat. I feel like I'm being fair. We are definitely firmly only talking about Starfield. I kind of anticipated that, but I feel like I was very fair to the showcase. I gave it like 10 to 11 positives. I did feel like there was some fair criticism of the Xbox showcase, but we're, you know, we're firmly on the Starfield topic right now. Consider pressing the like button. That is free and it helps this video find more people. If we could hit 500 likes, that would be amazing. 
also consider becoming a member we do lots of members only content here we do debriefs we'll be doing one today while we wait for ubisoft forward hanging out with members and taking a bit of a lunch break that's like a behind the scenes look if you upgrade to vip there's an end of the week debrief you guys hit 300 vips so creature and i played returnal together you're now on your way to 350 vips you can always upgrade to vips and watch those past broadcasts it's unfiltered it's me and my producer talking about the business talking about the way things are going it's very transparent And then we have a members-only Discord. And don't forget about Friday nights with Madam. We've shifted it away from game night with Madam, and primarily we spend the first hour or two just talking with you guys. It's kind of an AMA. It's kind of a debrief on the week. And then we end the night with a game. Last week, we ended the night with Fall Guys. It was a blast. So make sure you consider becoming a member. If you are a member, get in the Discord. Turn all the notifications on. There's my commercial. And don't forget about the coffee. We have alerts turned on now if you order the coffee. This is not a sponsor. This is mine. I own this. Reforge Roast is my property. My wife and kiddos ship it to you. So if you're a coffee drinker, try a bag. I guarantee you'll come back for more. People in chat will tell you why. That's it. That's it. We've been streaming for an hour and 20. That's my little spiel on all the ways you can support me. In No Man's Sky, you can mine the entire landscape uh, and environment full on terraform. Also travel in real time off and onto planets. The, the, the comparisons to No Man's Sky, I, I like. No Man's Sky is a technical marvel. It's a it's a, it's an incredible engine. It's it's really super creative what they did. There's so much elasticity and creativity there, but Starfield's not even attempting to do that, and that's fine. That's totally fine. Anybody basically saying that No Man's Sky is better or this feels like a you know cheap man's No Man's Sky, you and I did not watch the same the same thing. Because the Starfield Direct, to me, I'm dead serious. If the performance question wasn't there, let's imagine a world right now where Todd Howard was able to say, we made significant updates to the engine. You will have a 1440 locked-in 60 FPS mode in Starfield on the Series X. Let's just imagine he was able to say that. If we weren't talking about performance, okay, I think you'd be looking at Game of the Year. I'm dead serious. The scope of what they talked about, the systems, the depth, the breadth, the, the, the years that people will be able to spend in this game. I, I, I firmly believe that Starfield is their next Skyrim. I believe that. But the performance issues are totally dragging the boat into the ground. It's like, it's, it's, pulling the, it's just pulling the boat, right? It's just running the ground. Like, this is all great, but guess what? years ago when Starfield was just a blip in their daddy's eye and Skyrim was this celebrated game people overlooked glitches, bugs, things like that they overlooked them, why? because it was otherworldly the experience that you had in Skyrim was otherworldly the challenge for Starfield is there's lots of things in the game that I can experience elsewhere space exploration I can experience that in No Man's Sky a shooter I can experience that elsewhere an RPG I can experience that elsewhere now when you put it all together it's it's incredibly impressive but when I can experience those gameplay elements elsewhere at better performance at 60 FPS that's going to be all you think about when you play when you're flying and you're getting in space fights, when you're running around and shooting, and it's running at 30, you're going to be thinking, 
I just got done playing Call of Duty. I just got done playing No Man's Sky. I just got done playing Horizon Forbidden West. I just got done playing Forza at 60 frames per second. You're going to notice. Salute, Reforge, Starfield. Stay on the storyline of the IP. Everything comes together. Don't get the No Man's Sky. Yeah, the comparison's No Man's Sky. I just... It, I, like I said in my show open, if you think this is just like No Man's Sky, you're admitting that you don't play No Man's Sky. You don't play No Man's Sky if you think that Starfield is just like it. You're just admitting you don't play it. Or you're admitting that you didn't pay attention to the Starfield Direct, because they're not even remotely the same games. There is there is similar as Call of Duty is similar to Borderlands. Like, oh yeah, you run around and hold a gun. That's about it. That's where the similarities end. You're 100% going to notice the difference. Adaptability is an important attribute. Are you saying that about me as a gamer or about the games, Amos? Should the games be adapting and saying, look, it's amazing that you're really ambitious, but you need to adapt to the modern landscape. 30 FPS ain't cutting it. Telling me I need to adapt? I can't change the way my eyes and my brain work. What am I going to rewire my brain? Come on, brain. Just get used to 30 FPS. I readily admitted when I played Zelda, it was giving me headaches. I was like, oh, it's so good. I want to keep playing. And then I played Cana Bridge of Spirits to help my son. And then I helped my daughter in Stray. And just those two games running at 60 made it really hard to go back to Zelda. A game I love. A game I think is the front runner for game of the year. I struggled to go back to. Why? Because I played another game with superior performance and it made it hard to go back do you know what I'm going to do with Zelda I'm shelving it and I'm going to wait for the next switch and I'm going to pray for 60 two spot from Hung Ao Eugene says I only brought up No Man's Sky because people justifying cups and sandwiches as sacrifices for frames when No Man's Sky allows you to terraform an entire planet right right you being dramatic it's not that bad I'm being dramatic. (laughs) Listen. If you're okay with being sold a bill of goods, if you're okay with spending top shelf dollar for something and not getting it, that's on you as a consumer. You don't need to drag me down into your I'm okay with getting slapped in the face and being called a punk. I'm fine with that good for you I'm not I'm not on that wavelength homie I bought a series X for 500 bucks before I bought a PlayStation 5 and I watched marketing in 2019 that said frames per second up to 120 and I thought finally finally these game companies aren't focusing on resolution they're focusing on frame rate For an entire generation, I screamed about that. I was like, quit focusing on resolution. Give me frame rate. And they come out in 2019, and I do a standing ovation. And I'm like, yes. 500 is not top shelf. In the console world, it is. Try to keep up skips. With a name like skips, maybe you need to skip ahead. I'm talking about consoles. That's top shelf. I'm a front, front front-of-the-line early adopter. 
top price, no sale, right in the market as soon as it hits. And all the marketing was frames per second, up to 120, frames per second, up to 120. And now I'm supposed to say three years, three, three years into the life cycle of the console, I'm supposed to say, that's fine. I'll play at 30 because you made it pretty, Todd. Miss me with that. Get out of here with that. If you're okay with that, if you're okay with basically being lied to, that's your choice. I'm not choosing that choice. That's not what I bought. I would bring the same heat. I would bring the same energy if PlayStation 5 was doing the same thing. If I would have bought the PlayStation 5 and Ragnarok and Forbidden West and Returnal and Ratchet and Clank all came out at 30 FPS locked, do you know what I would have said? Get out of here with that crap. That's not what I paid for. Literally, literally, Neo in the Matrix dodging bullets miss me with that. That is not what I paid for. can't believe it you guys took me all the way there you took me all the way there it's nuts to me it's nuts that people are okay with this and if i'm xbox boy am i ticked off you dropped eight billion on a company that just gave you two non-next gen stinkers for your ecosystem starfield could be amazing it could win awards but do you honestly think they bought them hoping this would be the result Man, if I'm Xbox, I'm ticked. You kidding me? You kidding me? We bought Bethesda, and this is what they do? They walk out with Redfall at 30 and Starfield at 30? What? You're acting like every game is 30? I did Homie, there hasn't been that many games. This was supposed to be the game that turned the generation around for Xbox. Jericho with a $10 Super Chat tip. Dude, the lead Fable Engine developer said it was in-game. Maybe you had someone in your scene pretending to be a developer. Multiple game devs said it was in-game. I don't care. It wasn't gameplay. I don't care if it was in-game or in-engine. I don't care how many asterisks you put at the bottom of the trailer. It wasn't gameplay. It wasn't gameplay. I, I don't care what asterisks, what qualifications. Well, it, it was in-game for seconds 17 to 25, and then it was a cinematic, and then it was an in-engine simulation of what gameplay might appear to be. And then after that, it goes back to being in-game, then in-engine, then cinematics. I don't freaking care about any of that. It wasn't gameplay. None of us have ever asked for that. I've got my uh, I've got my checklist here. This is what I hope to hear and see at E3. I hope it's in-game footage. I hope it's in-engine footage. No, we ask for the two same things every year. It's two. It's it. This is all you need to do. Gameplay and a release date. That's it. If you give me one without the other, okay. You give me gameplay, but maybe you can't give me a release date. You just give me 2024. Okay, all right, okay. I'll take that. 
in engine, in game. I don't want any of that. I said the same thing during the PC gaming show. I said the same thing during the PlayStation showcase. I said the same thing during the Xbox showcase. My energy on this is consistent. I don't waffle or waver or or justify one and not the other. That's what we want from these showcases. So I don't give a hoot, a holler, or a frick about some dev from Fable being like, well, it was in-game. It wasn't gameplay, so who gives a frick? I've been doing this long enough to know how many times have we been shown something that's in-engine or in-game, and then it's nothing like that when it launches. How many times do you have to get burned before you keep putting your hand on the stove? I got so wound up, I forgot what we were talking about. (laughs) Name me a game that is 60 FPS and still looks pretty right now. Every single first-party game I can play on my PlayStation 5. Every single one. Go watch the tech breakdowns. And get your eyes checked if you think the first-party PlayStation games don't look good at 60. Like, what are you even talking about? Returnal, Ratchet & Clank. Even the updates to God of War Ragnarok with the 4K checkerboard 60 FPS update. Get real. That game looks great. It's just a movie game. See, it's an unfalsifiable position. Like, you've, you've wandered into some weird desert where you're okay with being lied to, and you've got to find the way out of the desert. And you try to get out of that desert of being okay with being lied to by being like, well, all of those games are movie games, and they don't look pretty. What are you even talking about? That doesn't. None of that even makes any sense. Gran Turismo Seven is at one twenty, and it looks gorgeous. Gran Turismo runs at one twenty, and it looks remarkable. Like you just you've gone off into some weird place, and it's like, I I'm not there. I have every console. So it's like, well, all that matters to me is quality and performance. I don't care the color of the box. I don't care the brand that it comes from. I don't. If Sony walked out and did the same thing that Starfield did, I'd be just as freaking heated. I'd be just as irritated. If they sat down and did a showcase of Ragnarok, I would be just as irritated. What do you mean you capped it at 30? What the frick did I buy this for? This is not what you promised us. Yeah, God of War 2018 got a free 4K checkerboard update and it runs at 60 on the PS5. GT7 looks good to you. That's the thing, Skips. I can't interact with folks like you anymore. You're just an NPC. Like, I can acknowledge good games where they are. I don't have to denigrate a game just because of where it lands. You're just being unrealistic if you're going to try to argue that Gran Turismo 7 doesn't look good. Like, that's just... you, You just look silly. You just look silly. If I put a bunch of people in a room and show them Gran Turismo 7 and show them Forza and we're like, which game looks better? You'd get a bunch of mixed response because if they don't know what game is which and where it lands and they have no brand loyalty, they'd be like, ah, oh, they all look amazing. What are you talking about? That looked incredible. Those look real. Those cars look real. It looks fast. The sound design's incredible. Can I play? Like, come on. Hung out with a $5 super chat tip. I don't understand, Lono. Why would I give... Tears of the Kingdom of Past for being 30 on the Switch while not Starfield, both asking for 70. 
I had to massage my face. <sighs> how do people? I just, I'm genuinely curious how you type a sentence like that and want to, and expect it to be taken seriously. I just don't get it. I, like I said, it's like dealing with an NPC. It's like you gather up all these talking points from pundits and spin artists on Twitter, and then you think, that, oh, if I say this, this is a really good point. You're kicking the ball in your own goal, and you don't even realize it. Tears of the Kingdom is running on a portable six-year-old device that has the power of a cell phone in it. The Series X was touted as the most powerful console, 12 teraflops, whatever that is, and we were promised up to 120 frames per second. So it's it's such an easy pedestrian first grade answer. Yes, I can give one a pass and not the other. Tears of the Kingdom is clearly held back by old hardware. Starfield... What am I supposed to say? You want to make an equivalency between the Nintendo Switch and the Series X? Do you think that's a good win for for Xbox? What what are we even arguing here? TJ Rage gifts a member to Def Leppard. The gifted member slowed down because the rants heated up. Make sure we hit that goal today, guys. You guys are an insane number of members right now. Now, William Lewis says, so you're comparing God of War Horizon Forbidden West and Ratchet and Clank to the size and scope of Starfield? No, I haven't I haven't done that not once. No. This is what you guys do. People come in and they say ridiculous things. I respond to them and then you twist my words. I was told name a game that looks pretty at 60 FPS. I named games that look pretty at 60 FPS and now you're creating a false point that I never made which is underhanded and dishonest. So thank you for the $5 but recasting what I said in that light is irritating because that's not what I said. I was asked a very simple question. What games look pretty at 60? And I listed a bunch. Even Digital Foundry has said 30 is fine as long as it's consistent. So we're going to run to Digital Foundry saying, we hope it gets locked at 30 because it was unstable. And they're saying that's, that's, that's fine. That doesn't mean Digital Foundry is not speaking as the consumer who bought the box hoping for next-gen performance. Digital Foundry is speaking as hardware tech analysis and saying, as long as it's thinking it's solid 30... Well, that's better than what we saw. What we saw was not even maintaining 30 FPS. You're ripping what they said out of context. Digital Foundry's not saying 30 FPS is fine. They're saying it was unstable. So hopefully we can get some consistent 30. Hopefully they can lock it and it stays there. And then you want to come in and hand wave it and say, well, Digital Foundry said it's fine. That's not at all what they were referring to. They weren't saying, yeah, this is totally fine from an optics perspective, from a marketing perspective, from a consumer satisfaction perspective. This is totally fine. That's not what they were commentating on. So aside from ripping things out of context and misrepresenting them, what else are you going to say? Calfixie with 110. I don't know what that currency is. 30 FPS is cringe. Pretty sure Bethesda is facing some issue. With 144060, imagine shooting a 30. I hope they fix this. DK Bagger gives another member and pushes us to 19. We're one away from the 20 layup. 
Zelda Heart with four months. People are being silly today, but you're killing it, Lono. Thanks again for being safe for work. Valiant says, you know how this works. The more fired up you get, the more people lose the original point. It's like people have all the emotional tolerance. Uh, they get fuzzy. Yeah, let's keep the car on the road. I'm not going to sit here and pretend that Ratchet and Clank and Starfield are equivalent. That's not what I was doing. I was answering somebody's question. $5 from William Lewis. Came in late, so I missed the first part. Uh, so I can go with what you said then. My bad. Okay, yeah, you're fine. I get People do that all the time. Protect your peace. Right, right, right. Let's keep the car on the road. People do that all the time, William Lewis. If you weren't doing that, I got respect for that. People always misrepresent what I'm saying. It's like, I am not an ignoramus that's going to be like, well, Ratchet and Clank is just like Starfield. No, it's not. I get that. I get that. I think you can look at Horizon Forbidden West and make comparisons as far as foliage, density, number of items, number of enemies, draw distance, graphical fidelity, and you have to push back and say, but, 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 but Starfield has all these persistent things and items you can pick up. They have all these things that the CPU has to run. It's a creative decision that they made, which fundamentally means it's not an indictment of Microsoft. It's not an indictment of the Xbox. I think it was a decision that's that, that Bethesda made, and I think it was a bad decision. When he did, the, when Todd Howard did the interview with Lex Friedman, because I covered this before, I said Starfield 30 FPS, the reality. I said there's only one game Todd Howard could have been could have been talking about. There's only one when he said. As long as it's, it's the, if the player has a lot of freedom and the simulation's running well, then we're okay with 30. When he said that, it was clear as crystal what game he was talking about. He was talking about Starfield. Because back when they were developing Skyrim and back when they were developing Fallout 4, that wouldn't have been a question. Those games were designed in an era where 30 FPS was basically standard. No one would have been thinking, well, should we do this or should we give them 60 FPS? So when he did that interview, I said, he's talking about Starfield. And the only reason that I had hope we would get 60 FPS on the Series X is because of Phil Spencer's answer on Kind of Funny. I thought, they're not going to let them come out and say 30 FPS during the Starfield Direct. That would be terrible. And it turns out I was right. They knew not to say it. They knew not to say it during the Direct. And... It was terrible news. It didn't go over very well. It just totally took over the headlines, right? It totally took over the headlines. They knew not to announce it during the direct. (laughs) Call a spade a spade. If it's totally fine and it's totally justifiable, then why didn't you talk about it in the Starfield direct, Mr. Todd Howard? Train with 27 months in a VIP. Glad to be here each day. Thanks for the great content. Thank you so much, Train. Uh, cool Spoon says, I know they've upgraded the engine multiple times, but this engine was originally used for Morrowind. I will say, I was impressed by how good it looked, but I have long thought that Bethesda needed to build a new engine. I remember that conversation during Fallout 4. I remember, I remember it falling. I remember that conversation after Fallout Four. People were like, "Man, it's time for a new engine." It definitely had taken the wind out of their sails. They should have done it before the showcase. 
there was no good place to put this. Lono knew this is all anybody would be talking about, and I know how he guessed that. What do you mean? How? Do, I this morning multiple times I've tried to take it back to avowed. I've tried to take it back to other things. What's good, Brap? Isn't this an updated creation engine? It's supposed to be creation engine like what? Like 2.0? Good morning, nobody. On nobody. Phil Spencer on his Hexen t-shirt. That wasn't me trying to pre-announce it, but it was me recognizing the importance of some of the games in our portfolio. Phil says Hexen was a game he loved and he would love to see a revival. You have cancer. Oh, I wish you would have told me before dinner. Now you've ruined dessert. <laughs> Parasito says, For anyone trying to cross-compare PS games to Starfield, functionally speaking, Starfield is just a refurbished Skyrim or Fallout 76 with larger location instances and new interactable items. Bethesda very well could have seen the increased processing power of the Xbox series, decided to add all the new bells and whistles, and they ran out of processing power because of the old engine tech. Bad coding, rush timeline, or any combination of the three. Yo, thank you so much. DK Bager with the layup. We're now sitting on a 20 spot. A 5 bomb would bring home the member goal, and then I would owe you guys 5. Thank you so much, Parasito, for that info. Which of the indies from the showcase impressed you? Um, I liked... 33 Immortals. I thought that one looked super cool. I mentioned these in the show open, by the way. I mentioned 33 Immortals. I mentioned Just Ant, the climbing game, Dungeons of Hinterburg, and Towerborn. I thought those... I, I, I gave props to Xbox for that. I said those were those were really cool indies that I want to play. I love when indies get to share the stage with the big boys. I was really glad that Xbox included those titles. So, I know a lot of people complain when the indies show up. I thought I thought the indies were awesome. Those pieces of paper look giant in Lono's hands. These are regular pieces of paper. I'm holding it close to the camera, you jerk. <laughs> oh! <laughs> uh, in today's news, uh, my paper is been shot with an enlarging rate. Basement, radio arcade, oh, but he's talking to Brap. It was cinematic for a game development hell. You like smoking mirrors? Eh? Oh, what did Brap say? What was Brap talking about? Mm, I really like the Fable trailer. Here's the thing about the Fable trailer. So much of this showcase, I feel like I have to say, yeah, but... (laughs) Yeah. Yes, Starfield. But... Yeah. Yeah, Fable. Eh, but... It wasn't gameplay. It was an engine. It felt like a cinematic. But it wasn't a cinematic. It was actually in-game. Who cares? If it feels and looks and walks like a cinematic, does it really matter that it's in-game or in-engine instead? Does it really matter? I loved it. I loved the vibe. I love that they got Richard from the IT crowd. I thought it set a great, you know, tone. It was really strong to start with. No release date. No gameplay. We saw snippets. But Amos, 
they have readily admitted it wasn't gameplay. They were in the game capturing things. That's called simulated gameplay. I do not accept that. That's not gameplay. We have seen trailer after trailer, showcase after showcase. I've been doing this a long time. And you know what we always say? That wasn't gameplay. We're like, nah, that was simulated gameplay. We've been saying that for a long time. We don't get to suddenly hand wave when the brand you like does it and say, oh, no, 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 that was gameplay. No. Historically, we have never called that gameplay. We always call that what it is. It's in it's in-game simulated footage. It's simulated gameplay. You can tell they did it with Anthem. They did it. I'm pretty sure they did it with Watch Dogs. I'm pretty sure they did it with a Division 1. I know for a fact they did it with Anthem. It's like, what's the point in showing that? Yeah, I was bummed we didn't see Contraband. That was one that I wanted to see. I wanted to see Contraband. I thought that would have been. A, I thought I'm, I, they've got a lot of titles that I'm excited about, you know. And, and I'm okay. With, by the way, with Everwild not being there, State of the K three was not there. Um, uh, Contraband was not there. What are some of the other ones? We knew, I knew Perfect Dark wasn't going to be there. I tried to warn people ahead of time. I said, that game's in, in, it basically got started over like a year ago. They lost their creative director, then their director. They lost about half their staff. Wasn't a very big group anyway. It was like 70-something people to begin with. Small team. So, yeah, I, yeah, I said no Halo Infinite. I, I knew Halo Infinite wouldn't be there. There's no freaking way. Halo Infinite is not. Halo Infinite's in a great spot, and it's a great game, really. They just launched a new season. Why wasn't it at the showcase? Yeah, Outer Worlds 2 wasn't there. Yep. Yep. Where was State of Decay 3? Yeah. The only one I called not... The, the, the ones I called not being there, I said no Perfect Dark, no Halo, no Forza. I was wrong about Forza. Forza was definitely not as as long as they typically like to show it. I think, again, it's like, this is supposed to already be out. Why would we... <laughs> Why, why would we give this a ton of time, right? So I, I was wrong on Forza, but I was right on Halo and Perfect Dark. I was like, I don't think you're going to see those. I wanted to see State of Decay 3. I wanted to see Contraband. Um, I wanted to see Outer Worlds 2. You know, Outer Worlds 2, we have a cinematic up to now, and I think that's it. State of Decay 3, we have a cinematic up to now, and that is it. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are just cinematics at this point. Yeah, no Gears. No Gears. I was hoping Gears would be there. I was hoping maybe we'd get the Gears collection shadow drops. Maybe start promoting. Maybe drop a cinematic for Gears 6. You know. Gutted we still don't have anything on Hollow Knight Silk Song. That was another one I tried to warn everybody about. I was like, that guy's tweet didn't give me any confidence you're going to see marketing anytime soon. He said, hey... We're not able to make it first half of 2023. The game's gotten quite large. When he said that, I was like, no, they will not be at any of the events this summer. I was, I did my best to like set expectations that I felt were realistic. I didn't try to overhype anything. I definitely didn't try to overhype Xbox so I could like chop it down. I thought their showcase was better than PlayStation's. I still think Keeley's is number one. I think it was Keeley, this one and then PlayStation, and then Future Game Show, then Guerrilla Collective, PC Game Show, I always put at the bottom. Uh, they never seem to know what they're doing. I, the, the, the tone's always so weird. I love Frankie, and I like Day 9. I've met them in real life. They're charming and super sweet and the nicest people. But man, that show is just... It's just awful. They, I think they get lost in their own... You know, 
hubris of what's funny. It's like, this is funny, isn't it, guys? We're all laughing, and then the audience is like, I don't understand what in the frick you're doing. And then they never have big announcements. You know, PC Master Race? What PC Master Race? There's, there was nothing major in that showcase, other than maybe Dune. William Lewis was hoping to see an Indiana Jones update. William, I was assuming we would just get an Indiana Jones cinematic just to announce it. FYI, anyone thinking Starfield at 30 will be fine. You obviously didn't play Outer Worlds pre and post 60 FPS patch in March of 2021. Good to see you, Donnie, in the chat. Guys, if you ever see these gentlemen in chat, Donnie at Pure Dead Gaming, always remember to look up Pure Dead Gaming. I did an episode with them. If you ever see Basement Radio Arcade podcast in chat, that's Brap. I've been on Brap a handful of times. I've been on Crossfire a handful of times. Listen, I'm open to coming on podcasts if people want to have conversations. Right? Once we get through the summer, I, I may go clear my block list. Now, I might feel a little bit more like, okay, but I wanted to enjoy my summer. And I couldn't enjoy the Summer Game Fest festivities in the shows with the crap that I was seeing and the nonsense folks were shoveling up my nose. And I was like, you know what? Wall's going up. I'm protecting my peace. I want to enjoy this week. And I really, really enjoyed yesterday. I did. I had a blast. Starfield blew me away. They couldn't help but kick the ladder out from underneath of me with the interview later about 30 FPS, but Starfield blew me away. That's the silver lining here. I ended my opening monologue, and I said that. I said, listen, I'm going to end on positive note. Starfield was so good that I'll put a PC in my living room to play this, and I'll do my darndest to get 60 FPS out of that game on PC. Right? Gaz said he wanted you on. Yeah, well, I, I couldn't deal with the energy that was being thrown at me. The constant mockery and the constant cheap shots. I was like, this is affecting my my ability to enjoy this time. It's making me nasty, and I don't want to be nasty, so I just blocked. It wasn't malicious. It was purely a, a self-focused mental health check-in choice. I wasn't like, yeah, we're good. It was like, no, 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 I don't like this. I don't want I don't want this in front of me right now. And it made me it made me enjoy I enjoyed the Xbox show way more. Way more because I just decided to get out of that that thing that I was getting pulled into. Can we talk about all the embarrassing salt from Sony fans after the showcase? So sad. Why would we talk about that? Who cares if people got salty after the showcase? Why does that matter? Why does that matter to you? Worry about your own story. This is something I tell my daughter all the time. And some of you guys could heed this. Some of you guys could read a good book and, and go somewhere that's full of wisdom and joy and mirth, right? She will commonly, my daughter will get upset about her brother. Well, he got this, and he did this. And I always tell her the same thing that Aslan tells Lucy in the Chronicles of Narnia. I say, worry about your own story. You don't need to concern yourself with his story. What's it matter to you? Why are you stressing about his story? Worry about your own. Who cares if PlayStation fans got salty and... And, and we're angry and upset. Why is that Why is that fun for you? 
that what that they had expectations that weren't met and they're irritated isn't that better than 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 defending a bad showcase wouldn't you rather have somebody say i expected a nine and i got a six or a seven i'm really disappointed that sucked and they get really angry isn't that better like just zoom all the way out on this what if xbox would have had a terrible showcase wouldn't it be better to say hey man that was a bad showcase i'm really disappointed instead of trying to defend it like i'll give you an example from the xbox showcase i felt like i was pretty fair i walked out 10 to 11 positives and then i said i think these were negatives Lack of gameplay, lack of uh, lack of release dates. Avowed was it was a big graphical degradation, and the Hellblade trailer. I loved it, but I understand why other people didn't. And what happens? No, 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 no. If Fable had a couple seconds of gameplay. You're, you're. That's not true. It's like whoa, 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 whoa. Come on now, come on. Those are fair criticisms. We didn't get a lot of gameplay. My, there was there were years where I walked away from showcases and I was like, can you believe how much gameplay they showed? That was amazing. When there's a lot of gameplay, I throw confetti in the air. When there's a lack of gameplay, I'm going to criticize and say, come on now. Come on now. That's, that's not what we want as gamers. All I saw from Sony fans... Is them praising Xbox for showing so much first party. If anything, they use Xbox to spite Sony. They're still annoyed they saw no first party from Sony. Right, but Shelly, wouldn't you say that's a good thing? Wouldn't wouldn't you say that's a good thing? Hey, they showed a bunch of first party. Come on, Sony. Be better. Isn't that kind of what competition's supposed to do? Track with me for just a second, though. Can we be fair about the 11 first party games that were at the showcase? Can we be fair? Three of them were DLC for existing games. One of them was no gameplay and no release date. It was basically a cinematic. So like once you start, once you one of them was avowed. <laughs> and and that was a big letdown for lots of people. That was a huge letdown for a lot of people. There were people really looking forward to avowed. I saw big time fans of Xbox saying what the heck happened to Avowed? I have respect for people that will, you know, hold a game and hold a company to standards. Like, don't just defend it and be like, well, they, they made an art decision. No, it was it was a graphical degradation, and you're allowed to call it that. Digital Foundry guy hints at CPU limitations. 2019-2020 GPU and CPU tech in the PS5 and the Xbox Series X can only go so far. I personally think Starfield targeting 30 makes a lot of sense. If you've ever tried to run Star Citizen on PC, I think you can get a sense for why 30 is a sensible cap for consistency. YouTube says, when did you realize you had become the GOAT of game industry analysis and discussion? This channel's amazing. I don't like to think in those realms. I just like to focus on giving value and a space to the public. And I hope, I really hope, there's 913 people here. I know for a fact there's people here right now hate-watching. You're probably clipping, so you can send it to people to make fun of me. I really hope over the last couple of weeks people have seen that if this channel was nothing but like Sony Pony propaganda, then... 
all these streams would have gone differently. I would have I would have, have pretended that PlayStation Showcase was great. I would have pretended that Xbox's showcase was bad. And the pushback of being like, well, you're only doing that to appear neutral. Well, then you got to pick a narrative, right? Is this a Sony Pony Xbox bashing channel? Or am I just some fake neutral? Like, you can't have it both ways. I've never, I've never tried to fake neutrality. I literally just go to where I think the best stuff is. I'm like, that looks awesome. I'm going to go over there and play that. That's, oh, that's awesome. I'm going to go over there and play that. I literally couldn't breathe during the Hellblade 2 trailer. I argued with people on Twitter. I was like, that is Hellblade gameplay. I was like, that's gameplay. That's what gameplay is like. Like, that was like probably my favorite trailer. Somebody said, what's a standout? What's a standout? Hellblade 2. I have to readily admit my bias, though. I am a huge Hellblade fan. Humongous Hellblade fan. So it gripped me for very particular reasons. I know the story in the first game. I know what she's experiencing and what she's talking about. Like, you wouldn't get that if I was just out here trying to bash Xbox. And boy, oh boy, was I thrilled when I saw the release date. I was like, thank freaking goodness. Wade says, any plans to check out Liza P or Final Fantasy 16 demo? I tried Liza P demo. I definitely want to try Final Fantasy 16 demo. I don't know where I can squeeze that in. We do have UB Forward today. <clears throat> That's my point, says Shelly. I would. I see Sony fans absolutely praising Xbox because they hold their company to high standards and are praising Xbox's roadmap to try to communicate to Sony. Didn't you say you hope the showcase flopped? No, that's been ripped out of context, Skips. Listen, I found it hilarious that somebody tweeted that segment of my broadcast. They tweeted that segment of my broadcast, and most of the replies were like, "What, what, what he's saying is not how you summarized it. Many people were replying to that guy's, like, clip snipe hate tweet, and they were saying, that, that's not what he said. It's clear, it's crystal clear he's saying he doesn't want it to flop. He doesn't want to feel that way. I couldn't have made it more clear that I like Xbox and Phil Spencer. I wanted them to have a good showcase, and I started to feel this pull of like, man, I hope the showcase is bad because of all you you freaking fanboys on Twitter. And I was like, I don't want to feel that. I don't want to get on that wavelength. So... I set that down and said, no, I'm not going that way. I'm not going to go over there and get on that wavelength of combative tribalism. I want it to be a great showcase. So if you want to falsely summarize that clip as, well, you wanted it to flop, you're a dishonest smear merchant and you can find somewhere else to hang out. Go hang out in one of those streams where that's their brand is to rip things out of context and to lie. You're on a wavelength of dishonesty. You're not on a wavelength that I'm on. You're tuned to a radio station that I don't want to listen to. I had a moment of transparency and honesty with the, with the, with the public and said, I started to get on this wavelength, and I don't want to go that way. I want all the showcases to be great. And if you interpret that as, this Sony Pony wants the Xbox showcase to flop, then you should find somewhere else to hang out. Because you, 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 you don't line up here. You're not on the right bandwidth of of what I'm trying to do, 
and and what we're all about here. Games like Gears of War should run at 60. They're on-rail games. Starfield's not on rails. I mean, here's the thing. I can I can accept I can accept technical explanations for why Starfield has to be capped at 30. Do those technical explanations make the experience better? Do they? Like when someone speculated about Gotham Knights and someone speculated that it seemed they had baked in Something with ray tracing. I I can't remember what it was. Somebody had essentially speculated that ray tracing was baked into the engine and couldn't be turned off, and that's why they had to cap it at 30. Let's just imagine that that's a true technical explanation for Gotham Knight's performance. Does that make the game better when I'm playing it? Am I sitting there thinking, this is totally fine. I know it's 30 FPS and it looks kind of blurry compared to the last game I was playing, but uh, they baked in they baked in ray tracing lighting to the actual architecture of the engine, so you know the the street's a little bit more reflective, and it uh, has untethered co-op. That doesn't it doesn't affect that doesn't affect the experience. Yeah, Devolver showed four games, yeah. Oh, I guess they only showed three. Wasn't one of the four just an announcement about Human Fall Flat 2? That one was weird. They put so much money into the production. So much money into the production. Starfield is instance procedurally generated cells, not an open universe. People are so lost in the sauce. What do you mean by that AGM? Are they... You think they're accepting an excuse about frames, or you think because it's an instance procedurally generated cells, not an open universe, that should it be 60 or not? Have you seen Doc Dart's take on the showcase? He made really good points. I thought Doc was fair. I knew he was going to land where he landed. Right? I knew he was going to land somewhere in that proximity of it's a bummer as a Series X owner. 30 FPS is not acceptable. And, you know, other than that, he's thought it was a good showcase for Game Pass. He's a huge fan of Game Pass. I wasn't surprised by Doc's take. It was pretty... If I could have... If, if you wanted me to write a script for what I thought Doc was going to say, I think he hit all the points I would have thought to hit. It was huge for Game Pass. It was uh, 21 out of 27 games coming to Game Pass. Late to this, didn't Starfield look boring? No. No. Starfield is my favorite showcase of the summer. That's my fa- that's my favorite showcase. I've I've never wanted to play a game that much aside from maybe Hellblade 2. But Hellblade 2 is so distant, I don't I try not to think about it. Make sure to give you a like and a sub from all six YouTube accounts. This is 5. Phil, don't do that. Why would you come in on multiple accounts and say that? You're not supposed to don't do that. Watch on one account. Just watch on one account, sub on one account, become a member on one account.
Did a did he respond? The guy that said the thing about it being instance. Uh, I'm not seeing him. No, AGM hasn't responded yet. I thought Starfield looked incredible. I don't know if you heard this already, but it helped with graphics, not gunplay for Starfield. I'm not sure what you're saying, FCAT. I thought Starfield looked like a completely different game. Love your shows. Love the Starfield Showcase. What do you think of Starfield Showcase? Can't wait for it to come. Oh, 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 you're saying, yeah, I think id, id software definitely help with the, with the guns, 100%. You're saying they help with graphics, not gunplay? Where did you get this information, FCAT? AGM says they're absolutely accepting an excuse. Todd Howard even explained that planets are limited to an area around where your ship lands until you fast travel to a new location and load the next instance. See, AGM... I try to go down that road with people. I'm like, look at Horizon Forbidden West and then listen to what Todd Howard is saying. They could have allowed for 60 FPS to be possible. They didn't make it a priority. Right? So the fact that there's instance areas, Todd confirmed it, that just they just help with graphics? Todd Howard said it. There's an article about it. So you're... Okay, I'm trying to understand. I want clarity on this. Todd Howard specifically said they didn't help with gunplay. They helped us with graphics. If that's true, then I think Bethesda deserves a lot of credit for upgrading the gunplay and the movement because it looked way better. Now, obviously, until I've got the game in my hands, you know, the jury is still in deliberation. We don't quite know just yet. He didn't say that, says Harasika. Your scanner has a 10-kilometer range, so the instance has to be at least 10 kilometers. Correct. It helped with graphics and not gunplay. Huh. Man. I can't believe that id (laughs) didn't help them squeeze 60 FPS out. Because <laughs> id software is so good at optimization. I'm so, I'm so, I'm so, I'm just, I'm so bummed. I'm so bummed because I just, I can't, I can't get over it. I was fine in Breath of the, I'm, I was fine in Tears of the Kingdom until I started playing other games. I hadn't been playing games. It was a dry spell. So I didn't notice it as much. And then I played a little bit of Kena to help my, my son with the boss fight, and I helped my daughter with Stray, and then I tried to go back to Tears of the Kingdom, and I was like, Switch 2, please. Oh, come please, Switch 2. People are also mad about how it looks like Starfield has magic in it. I think it's alien DNA powers. Yeah, that section was pretty cool where he was like walking down the hallway and like did like the thing where he lifted everybody up. That's probably just telekine- a form of telekinesis, not magic. Right? Isn't that something that you would say is in sci-fi? You know, races that have, you know, telekinetic powers, you know, not magic per se. Something that has some semblance of science behind it, some kind of a brain thing that we learn from an alien race or something. 
ID probably said no can do for dynamic resolution scaling. Someone just capped the Series S is not 1440-30. It's 1440 up to 120. It runs 60 on a number of games, Destiny, COD, number of others. Anbu, you're, you may be ripping something out of out of what they were meaning. Starfield's 1440-30. That's, that's been stated by Todd Howard. So maybe they were just stating that. With Which, if I'm honest, a lot of the games that run 60 on the S have to run Dynamic 1080. I don't necessarily think that's the brag that you think it is. The Series S is not is not a system to be bragging about with power. Y'all can run around with your more 120 frames games than the PS5. Yeah, a bunch of old games. No one cares about that. No one cares about that. That's not what these games are marketed as. Buy a Series S so you can play, you know, so you can play 10-year-old games at 120. That's not what the thing was marketed to do. Like, that stat is just something that... Yo, the layup! Craig lands it. The five bomb pushes us to 25 members on the day. Who's going to be the agent of chaos? I'll gift the five that I owe right now. I've been doing that more and more. Uh, unless we have a premiere. I like to do it in the premiere. Bill Spencer says he doesn't feel an imperative to release an Xbox with a major upgrade mid-cycle. That's not the feedback we're getting right now. Right now, we're pretty set on the hardware we have. That's listen. Listen to me now. When the PlayStation Q light got confirmed, DK Baker's gonna be the agent of chaos. He moves it forward 26, moving the next milestone to 50. And I'm 50. Okay. Tom Henderson, after the PlayStation Q got confirmed, everybody's giving him grief about it. He says, Oh, you guys doubt me now on the PS5 Pro? Starfield got that watch. I pre-ordered the the collector's edition for Starfield. The 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 showcase made me a big fan. I was like, I, I want all the cool things. I I, I want to be a, I want to be there day one. I want to be playing day one. Like it made me into a big fan. Thirty FPS was a was an absolute gut punch in the aftermath because I I immediately wanted that. The case, you know, I'll put the case, you know, back here. With all my other stuff. I might even hang the case on the wall. You know? Maybe get a little shelf for it. I think the case looks so cool. So if Xbox doesn't do a mid-gen. I don't know, man. I tried I tried to say this the other day. That I feel PlayStation's path is... They want to be the premium console. The only console with VR. They're going to have that mid-gen upgrade. They push performance. They get to talk about next-gen graphics. Xbox, that's not their marketing goal. Their marketing goal is ecosystem, ecosystem, ecosystem. It's why their one more thing was a Series S with a larger hard drive. Put the case next to a sandwich. (laughs) That's not me slamming Xbox, by the way. That's the definitive difference between the two brands. The definitive difference between the two brands is ecosystem, low-cost entry, Game Pass. PlayStation is premium, next-gen console experience. AAA next-gen gaming. VR. 
amazing hardware. I've been firmly persuaded by Xbox to skip their platform. I don't think that was their expectation. I wish they had a women's watch. If I try to wear a man's watch, I look like a kid playing dress up with my dad's watch. Chapter 8, I, I, I can I can sympathize with you. I'm not a particularly large person, and so that watch will probably be a display watch. I don't think I'll wear it either. It'll probably look a little goofy on me as well. Although I've got some bracelets I could wear, and so I could have the watch maybe a little bit further up. I don't know. I've, I've got bracelets my kids got me, and they like when I wear them. I don't wear them all that often because... Once I'm in short sleeves, it's warmer, and then I don't like wearing all these bracelets. <laughs> How am I being smug? Whoa, you. Who's being smug? Hang on. Mantis, I mean. Mantis says, Amazing the day after Bethesda show us that masterpiece. We're in here talking about frames. Wild. That's your... Really? Starfield pre-orders are steeply discounted already? Really? I got I got one, two, three, four, five stories right here on Google News. Bethesda's Todd Howard confirmed Starfield performance and frame rate on the Xbox Series X and S. Starfield's most expensive version has a fancy watch. Todd Howard, Starfield locked at 30 FPS on console. Bethesda props up Starfield. Starfield gets gameplay and story revealed that you've been waiting for. Down here, Starfield interview. Todd Howard on fulfilling his vision, Xbox performance, and more. Homie, everybody's talking about performance. That's all I saw is soon in the wake in the wake of the showcase. Starfield is 30 FPS on Xbox. No surprise given our previous games. Starfield frame rate being locked at 30 FPS was a creative decision. I said it during the show open. I said this is all anybody's going to talk about today. If the PS5 is doing a pro, Xbox is doing a pro. Shelly... Phil Spencer all but said they're not doing a mid-gen upgrade. He basically said that. I I don't know what to tell you. If Phil Spencer basically shoots down an Xbox Series X mid-gen upgrade... I... Now, I'll leave room for this, Shelly. I'll leave room for this. How did he phrase it? He says, that's not feedback we're getting right now. Right now, we're pretty set on the hardware we have. So I'll grant you that point. He is very much saying right now, and it's a bit of a PR nightmare to confirm a mid-gen upgrade. You want people buying. He said they're going to try to increase availability of the Series X, and then his one more thing was a new Series S that's black with a larger hard drive. So he very much could be doing the PR thing of, yeah, nah, right now that's just not what we want to do. Why? Well, if you confirm a mid-gen upgrade, it hurts the demand of your current boxes because people will be like, well, I might as well wait. I'll be honest with you, Shelly. If I was a betting man and I was putting money on the table, I don't think they do it. Do you want to know why? That's not their focus. 
Did you see any focus from anything about graphics, about next-gen performance, about power? No. Why? Because most of their audience has a Series S. So if they trot out a mid-gen upgrade, what would be the reason to buy it? Oh, yeah, you're going to get stronger performance. Okay, but in what games? Are any games being pushed? Are there any games at all underneath their banner, underneath their heading, underneath their flag, any, any flagships? Are there, are there any that are pushing graphics? It, it, it doesn't fit within their marketing push right now. It doesn't fit in their ecosystem push to have a stronger box. They, they have a stronger box and they're, and they're not doing anything with it for the most part. <clears throat> 60 FPS on Starfield. <clears throat> According to people looking at the, 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 the specifications, the recommended specifications for Starfield on PC, I don't think so, Shelly. I don't think so. Because you would need a mid-gen Xbox upgrade that was basically a high-end PC. I don't necessarily know if you're grappling with what you're predicting. You're predicting they'll do a mid-gen upgrade so you can get 60 FPS in Starfield. Right now, the people that are analyzing Starfield, the people that are analyzing the tech specifications and the minimum and the recommended requirements are saying, this thing's going to struggle to hit 60 on a PC. You'd have to build a, 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 a mid-gen Xbox that's basically a high-end PC to pull off what what you're talking about. I'm, I'm serious. You can think it's coming. I'm not trying to knock you down. I'm saying if I was a betting man and I was putting money on the table, I would say, nope, there will be no mid-gen upgrade for the Xbox. No mid-gen upgrade not happening it's not their focus they're listen to me listen to me they're barely focusing on the series x right now what would make you think they're going to do a mid-gen upgrade where's the focus on the series x where's the focus on the series x power the 12 teraflops the 120 fps the 60 fps the 4k where is that Look at the marketing shift from Xbox. It tells you everything you need to know. They went from that being the thing. They're shouting that. They're shouting that from the rooftop. This thing eats monsters. You know, the the, the 12 teraflops and the up to 120 FPS and the 4K. They're not talking about any of that all of a sudden. Did Did you see that mentioned at all yesterday? Did you? Seriously. Go back and watch the entire Xbox game showcase. Was there a single mention of next-gen power? There wasn't. I was listening for it. Because I predicted they wouldn't talk about it at all. And they didn't. They didn't make a single mention of next-gen power. That tells you everything you need to know. And there one more thing was a Series S with a bigger hard drive. No way. The trajectory for that platform is not about graphics. It's not about next gen. No. Analysts are free to analyze. If by 2026 we don't have an Xbox Pro and Starfield doesn't run a 60 FPS as a selling point for that console, I'll pay 10 members. It's all a marketing ploy. PS5 Pro forces them. I mean, I'll take that action. I'll take that action, Shelly. 
and you'll I think you'll be giving me 10 members in three years uh, as a PC guy I'm probably gonna need a new graphics card that's more than a series X just to get it to run at a good frame rate no new Xbox is gonna run it well unless it's over a thousand dollars that's what I'm saying the hardware required wouldn't be consumer friendly PS5 struggling to hit 60 FPS on FF16. Comparison of the display modes in Final Fantasy 16 on the PS5, the data provided by SE on the resolutions were not native. Being 1440 in quality mode and 1080 in performance mode, 60 FPS is a bit difficult to achieve. All, that, all those particle effects, man. That they probably I'm telling you right now, they got too ambitious with that game. The last, the last time they showed us gameplay of FF16, and then we had like, oh, the, we had mixed reviews. We had people coming from the previews saying it was open world 30 and the fights were 60, and then somebody said, oh, that was just the demo. It's actually 60 everywhere. I was getting a little concerned about optimization. I was like, I don't know about this. I don't know. On a demo, though, I know it's a demo. It's a demo, which means there can be optimization. Day one patches often address optimization, so it's not conclusive. But I have had my concerns about Final Fantasy 16 since we started hearing rumblings of like it was 30 in the open world, and then the latest gameplay footage. I was like, man, there is so many particle effects on the screen. Ugh. Performance mode FPS on the 40s, yeah. Oh, this is the same demo that they played at the previews? Oh, well. We'll have to wait. We'll have to wait and see. Immortals of Avium is a little worrying too. Yeah, Immortals of Avium maintaining 60 FPS I think is going to be equally tough. There's just a lot of particle effects on the screen. Particle effects like that are, are FPS killers. They're FPS killers. So... They also said no day one patches. Okay, well, no day one patches, but the demo version you're playing isn't the version that launches that's been patched up, polished up, optimized up. Like, we never want to use a demo to be conclusive about anything. But I will not be shocked if Final Fantasy 16 doesn't have consistent frames. It won't shock me. I'll be disappointed because it was, again, I keep the same energy. If it doesn't maintain 60, I'll say... That was a creative decision that Square Enix made to push graphical fidelity to the point that you can't maintain 60. And I believe when you do that, you're making a sacrifice that I don't believe is justified. I don't. If you can't maintain 60, then you're going too far. If you want to go 4K 30, that's fine. But the minute I turn on performance mode, I should be able to get 60 consistently. Insider Gaming has put out an article about the Xbox Series X upgrade. Phil confirms, yeah, that they're not that they're not going to do it. Same, it'll dip in combat. That's the worst place for it to dip. Listen, I don't care the platform. I don't care the box. I don't care who the developer is. I don't. I'm not going to change my stance on this. I'm not. We have too many games in the market right now showing that you can optimize, showing that you can hit consistent 60 frames per second. You take all your excuses and stuff them in a sack because I'm not interested in hearing them. 
I'm just worried about this gen going back to 30 in most games, especially with the heavy UE5 games starting to drop in the next couple of years. I'm not worried about that. I'm not. There are too many proprietary engines in the mix that are crushing it. Decima Engine, Insomniac's first party engine, they're doing just fine. I'm not actually concerned about that at all. Now, something like the creation engine, sure. Unreal 5, again, jury's out on what Unreal 5 can truly do on the consoles. Unreal 5 still has shader compilation problems that Unreal 4 had, so a lot of the PC guys aren't so thrilled about the Unreal push. They're like, yeah, great. I'm going to get more shader compilation problems. Devil's Advocate says Zubair, the release of 30 FPS games on the regular indicates that the powers that be know they can get away with 30 FPS. We are the weirdos with our FPS demands. I don't agree with that, Zubair. I don't. Gotham Knights went viral, made headlines. I guarantee you that hurt that game's sales. Did it hurt it enough? I don't know. They were on strict orders to keep that quiet. Because when Paul asked about it in their Discord, they timed him out. And he asked a very simple question. Will this game have a 60 FPS mode? And they timed him out. They were on strict orders to hide that from the public. And it made headlines. And it hurt that game's reception. It hurt that game's PR. Same thing happened to Redfall. Right? An announcement in a Discord about Gotham Knights goes viral. A tweet from Redfall goes viral. This story about Starfield is all the headlines are talking about. It took over. They had an amazing 40-something minute showcase, and everybody within the wake of it, that's all they're talking about. 30 FPS, 30 FPS, 30 FPS. We will get to play Final Fantasy 16 sooner than expected. Following the all the Final Fantasy 15 previews, Square Enix has come out to confirm that the game is confirmed to be getting a full-length demo prior to June 22nd. According to the company, a demo will cover a few hours worth of content focusing on Clive and his youth rather than him as an adult. All in all... This content appears to be similar, if not the same as the hands-on Final Fantasy 16 previews have experienced. I'm not sure what you're saying. Are you saying the same thing happened with Final Fantasy 15? Is that what you're saying, Eugene? Thirty FPS will not hurt Starfield sales and player numbers at all. I don't agree with that. I think it will. I think it will. If Starfield... If Starfield struggles with performance on Steam, it will not go well. It will not go well. Have you seen the latest games that don't perform well on Steam? Did you see what happened to Jedi Survivor? Did you see what happened to Redfall? Did you see what happened to Plague Tale Requiem? Starfield will be affected by this if it comes out and it struggles. If 30 FPS on console is merely indicative of the game's optimization and it struggles on PC, it will affect sales. People will return the game. They'll refund it. PC gamers don't put up with this. They don't. Collector's Edition sold out. That's not what we're talking about. The, the scramble to buy something that is in limited quantity is not what we're talking about. Those two are not on the same playing field.
Yeah, it's also on Game Pass. So the sales numbers are already going to be in a weird place. <clears throat> if that happens, Starfield will be destroyed if it's a 30 FPS. Okay, I, I think that pushback is... Let, let me take that pushback, because there's people in chat saying, oh, 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 but it's Bethesda. It's Bethesda. You know what else it is? It's 2023. And I think the charm of, oh, it runs really bad. That's okay. Bethesda, after all. I, 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 do, I don't think it'll be as, as smooth as it has in the past. This guy doesn't seem to be in touch with the majority of gamers. And you are? Did you refuse to play Red Dead Redemption 2 because of 30 FPS? No, because old gen consoles never promised me 60 FPS. Next question. Like, I don't think people even hear what they're saying. Were you upset that you didn't get 60 FPS on your PlayStation 4? No, they didn't market it with 60 FPS. They didn't market Red Dead Redemption 2 as being 60 FPS. It's not a next-gen game. No, Red Dead Redemption 2 was going to get a 60 FPS update and they shelved it. It's all about expectations. It's all about expectations. That would be like saying, did you expect 4K Blu-ray quality on your VHS, on your DVDs? No, because that wasn't what I was promised. I didn't fabricate demands out of thin air and then say, this game is bad. Red Dead Redemption 2 was never marketed as a next-gen game. The consoles that it was on were never marketed as a 60 FPS experience. Again, this comes down to people being okay with being lied to or being okay with being sold a bill of goods. That's your choice as a consumer. That's your choice. Good sir, could you turn on Discord audio? Discord audio is... What? Yeah, why isn't it working? I'm I'm in there and talking. I don't understand. <clears throat> Hang on a second. Hello? 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 Hello, hello, hello. Yeah, it's not it's not working. I'll have to re I can't get out of settings either. Because Discord did an update that hides the escape button. And hang on. I'll have to restart Discord. Yeah, I'm in there on the stage and my mic's not lighting up. I don't know why. Sometimes Discord just doesn't acknowledge that the Scarlet is turned on. Okay, hang on. Okay, here. Uh. No request. What is it doing? 
I can't speak on the stage. Oh, it's off the my monitor. I was like, speak on the stage. There we go. I fixed it. Need mama. Anytime. I don't need it right now if you're doing something. Anytime after now is fine. Yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah, no problem. The amount of mental gymnastics people are doing to try to justify 30 FPS is mind-numbing. <clears throat> yeah, I, I pretty much land on it that way, AGM. I'm confused. When did Bethesda make a promise for 60 FPS on console? Skips, I can put... I would put $100 on the table that if a first-party studio from PlayStation did this, you would be inconsistent. You would. I'm confident in that. You're see-through. You would you would shred PlayStation for this. You wouldn't say, oh, but but when did Insomniac promise 60 FPS? Sony promised 60 FPS. <laughs> Covering the UB show in a few minutes. Wait, isn't the UB show at three? Wait, did we make a mistake? Ah, freaking 2023. You got me panicked. Eleven, twelve, one. Oh my gosh, it's at one. Is it one? I thought it was at three. 1 p.m. Eastern. Oh, I'm a freaking idiot. We like to go 30 minutes early. I, I really appreciate you drawing that to my attention. Let me get it scheduled, and we'll go over in like seven minutes. I had it in my head that it was at three for some reason. I don't know why I thought that. Thank you for the heads up. That would have been a big mistake. I'm actually really excited for you before. We're going to get to see that freaking Star Wars game. All right, give me a moment. I got to get this scheduled. Holy frick. I guess we'll end the day with members instead of doing... I thought we were going to do an intermission with members. Okie dokie. It's hard to keep all this freaking crap um, straight. Uh, We'll go into Assassin's Creed Mirage for this one. Uh... Oh, I've not saved the UB forward. Yes, replace it. There we go. I get everything typed up ahead of time so I can just like copy and paste it in because, you know, scheduling everything super far in advance is never never worked out it's always been bad okay there we go there we go subscribers any duration we don't need those stupid live reactions we'll set it for 1230 alright the 30 minute note won't go out but that's okay we got plenty of people to take with us Did you notice that Ubisoft put one game in each showcase? Mirage and Sony, ACVR and Meta, Persia, 
Prince of Persia and Summer Game Fest and Star Wars and Xbox. They're building a big show. Shelly, I like that observation. I like that observation. Sorry, I'm my eyes are up on my other screen when I'm getting everything ready, so I'm not able to see everything. Okay. Destiny 2 runs at 4K60, 120 and Crucible on Series X. No one cares. It's not a next-gen game. Like, I, I want you to feel me being dismissive about that. Please. Please feel me being dismissive. That, that should be dismissed. Nobody cares about old-gen games running better on the Series X or the Series S. Nobody cares about that, bro. I didn't buy my Series X to play eight-year-old games. Destiny 2 is eight years old. Why do I care about an eight-year-old non-next-gen game getting a nice boost? Who cares about that? If you bought a next-gen box and that's super important to you, bro, I guess good. I guess good for you. That wasn't a priority in the marketing. It wasn't a priority in my head. Not once did I think, oh man, I can't wait to play decade-old titles with better graphics and performance. Break out of here with that. That's not a justification for anything. It just simply isn't. And it runs the same on the PS5. What's the point? Yeah, precisely. Like... I'm I'm not trying to be unkind, but I want you to feel me being dismissive about that. That just you got to stop bringing those points up. They're just they're bad. They're bad points. They're not they're not it's not well articulated. It's not it doesn't it doesn't matter. No one is upset about Starfield and and then like you're going to comfort them with that reality. No one nobody. Nobody's going to be comforted by that reality. Oh, but put 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 there's 10-year-old games that you can run at 120. Does does that have any bearing on Starfield? Does that have any bearing on Redfall? Does that have any any bearing? What if there are future Xbox titles that will also be capped at 30? Is that a div collector's box behind you in the wide shot? This is the Diablo Diablo 4. Oh, that's what you're asking, not Div. Yeah, Diablo 4. This is the Pico 4. Uh, We'll have the Pico 4 unboxing soon, and then I'll do some reviews of some games for you guys as well. Uh, Let's get this up, and let me just adjust. Wait, I think if I do... Yep, if I do that, we're good to go. Okay. Okay, in one minute, we're going to go over here. Guys, keep this going, right? Keep this one going right here. If every 25 I give five, I already give the five that I owed you. You guys have set records. Uh, you guys have, <clears throat> excuse me, you've set a lot of records on this channel lately. Uh, the member count's the highest that it has ever been. We are in the 4,500s. Now, we might have slipped. Every day we go up and down, up and down, up and down. You guys went crazy over the weekend. Um, 45-45, what a great number. 45-45, what an amazing testimony of generosity. And 310 
VIPs. So thank you so much. We will always continue to push that envelope, push that number, and when you guys gift, you help with that, all right? <coughs> Excuse me. Um, Okay. Let me give you guys a link, and then and then I'm going to redirect. You can click the link, or you can use the redirect. Please, when we get over to this new stream, uh, smash the like button, because the new stream always needs it. Thank you so much for checking out my co-stream of Ubisoft Forward 2023. This will be UB Forward 2023 with promises of the new Star Wars Outlaws gameplay. Assassin's Creed Mirage will also be there. The crew... Uh, Avatar Frontiers of Pandora and we've got some hints of other things that might be there so if you're watching the past broadcast you can look over there in the corner skip ahead 29 minutes and 30 seconds and you'll be able to see the co-stream we also did an Xbox showcase review this morning so be sure to check that out I'm going to end that stream and bring all those people over with me that way they can enjoy this next show thank you to whoever put that word on my radar we almost missed this one for some reason I thought this one was later in the day I thought 